0: Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird, you made it weird, you made it weird, oh yeah. You made it weird, you made it weird, yes you did. You made, it oh, yeah. you made it weird, You made it
1: weird with Pete Holmes. Yes, hello everybody, hello uh, to you weirdos in America and other places. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to isolate all the international weirdos. Uh, hello, all of you. That's such a weird beginning. That's fine. Uh, this is Bobcat Goldthwait. I'm very excited that the old Bobcat, the old Bobcat was able to come in and, and talk, and it was wonderful and a delight. And I suggest, um, you know, it might be fun if you watch his movie, God Bless America, or if you've seen it before you uh, listen to the show. It doesn't really matter. But if you have, we do talk about it quite a bit, uh, and I think that'll be fun. Let's get this out of the way up top. The, uh, the announcements, youmadeitweird.com is where you can get all the uh, merch, merch, <laughs> We're like a band, buy some merch, uh, January, and you can also donate. There's a donate button. I haven't checked the donations in a while. What if it's a billion dollars? Oh, my God, Katie. Katie's here. She's not always here for the interest. Uh, here are the tour dates coming up. I'm going to be at Sundance for the Sundance Film Festival on January 18th at 10 p.m. You can also watch that episode live streaming on YouTube on the Video Podcast Network channel. Uh, that's January 18th, 10 p.m. for Sundance. We should hopefully get some fancy uh, movie people for that. I know Chelsea will be there, which will be fun. We're actually sharing, we're staying in the same like kind of suite thing. So I'll tell you all about that. <laughs> uh, February 1 and 2, I'm going to be in San Francisco for a live You Made It Weird on the 2nd at Cobbs. Always fun to be in San Fran. Come. It's the city we do the most live You Made It Weirds. And for a reason, it's so fun. Come down on the 2nd for a live You Made It Weird on the 2nd. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm going to be back with Chris Thayer this time, February 21 through the 23rd. And I'm going to be in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan. That's in Michigan, right? Grand Rapids, Michigan for Gilda's Laugh Fest on March 9th. A lot of great podcast people are going to be there. And we're going to be doing... Uh, I don't know if it's a live podcast or a show, but I will be there for Gilda's Laugh Fest. It's going to be great. Email all your favorite moments. We're trying to put together a compilation of all the best moments of the show. Uh, there was talk of it being a book. I don't know. It might be at some point. But for sure, we're going to at least release some CDs that have uh, some of your favorite moments. So make sure they're included. So email comedy sex Got at gmail uh, your favorite moments. Uh, Katie just reminded me. We are doing a thing called You Made It Movies, which I'm so excited about. It's kind of my uh, favorite thing to think about, and we're doing so many episodes. Me and Mulaney did the first episode. Uh, We watched... The the idea is we watch... It's basically a movie interruption. We watch uh, a movie that we both love, that I love, they love, and we kind of talk through it. Uh, There's bits, there's uh, You Made It Weird kinds of discussions, and then there's also just like... We discuss why the uh, film is so important to both of us. Um, so, if you want to watch the movie with us, basically, you can download it uh, off of iTunes. It's called You Made It Movies, and the titles will be things like Pete and John Mulaney watch the assassination of Jesse James, for example. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of these. The problem is when we upload them, for some reason, it defaults to nine ninety nine. It's not going to be nine ninety nine. It's going to be one ninety nine. So, uh, a little patience. I will tweet and Facebook when it's available for one ninety nine. On, on the old iTunes. We're going to be doing There Will Be Blood with Paula Tompkins. I'm going to do Gary Gulman, and I are going to watch Goodwill Hunting. It's going to be fun. All, all uh, of some of our favorite guests are going to come together, watch a movie, and upload that kind of as these uh, bonus episodes. All the proceeds going, of course, to Katie, who wants to get uh, a hoverboard. Is that true? <laughs> I knew it. So enjoy. Enjoy, everybody. Bobcat Goldwade. Holy shit. Holy shit. He was right here. And this is what happened. Enjoy.
0: So uh, I made a Bigfoot movie, and uh, um, so Grohl said that, so there's the big, in the movie there's the Bob Dylan of the Bigfoot world. He's a real dude. Like, I, 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 there's real Sasquatch people in the movie, even though it's. Sasquatch people? Like people at search Yeah, I mean, I won't. They're not half Sasquatch.
1: They're uh, sassy. Oh, well well keep the- keep going, one of those is for you, one of them has almond all milk, right. or I
0: have neither all right, wait, which one is me, whichever one you like i i I like it no, they're good for you well, <laughs> you can just cram it <laughs> right off the bat, Bob scratch I don't know why I made that uh aggressive, <laughs>
1: yeah, it was very aggressive. it comes out sometimes, I don't know why well, all right, so keep going, Bob uh, oh
0: okay, so I was talking about my latest movie i, I so we're doing this. You're
1: on. You're, you're right. in it. You're doing so
0: it already. So I'm finishing up this new movie, and it's set in the. Well, it's actually it's a Bigfoot movie, you know. So so, <laughs> I shot a good portion of it. <laughs> Can I interrupt and say sure. that I really like the nod? To
1: your pal uh, Robin Williams in, I just, I just this morning watched God Bless America. Oh, thanks! I like I'm, where your
0: mind went with yeah, that. We, well,
1: he's it's well, no, it, <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> is is the tm TMZ guy? Remember, oh, it's your
0: film. Oh, God Bless America. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. did I say?
1: Oh, I thought you said, I said God uh, Bless America.
0: Yeah, you did, or World's Greatest Dad. No, it's in God bless America. It isn't God bless America. There's a line where There's he goes There's a Sasquatch joke about Was Robin that a
1: Sasquatch or <laughs> was it an Ma- actor Rob- and
0: then he gets shot right there? It was there. Robin Williams, yeah. That must have been fun. But so Robin uh yeah cuz cuz yeah. I used all the same friends in the in most of my movies what the and fuck what did is you in just say? Weird hippie. <laughs> oh. Fuck those vegan hippies. I think... Uh, someone was just, in my... Face. Is
1: it glass? No, no, no. It's some, It's probably patchouli. A, a Patchouli. <laughs> a fucking uh, I, a, white a, dreadlock. A baby god's eye. Oh, and I'm going to keep drinking it.
0: I think it's... What is it?
1: I don't know. It's brown. It's just a... <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. It's
0: brown. (laughs) It's brown. Good. Are you going to be tripping? Are you uh, uh, in a K-hole during this? I would love uh, a little smidge
1: Uh, of mushrooms. Nice. That would be a weird... Such a jock. No! I'm not! (laughs) I just watched your movie... Uh, as I said so everything you say I'm going to put through the lens of that film okay God and bless you she says man, anybody yeah. that high fives jocks in general yeah. so when you say that when I, you call me a jock it makes me think you no, want me no, dead no 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 <laughs> <See, laughs> I'm, teasing, I'm teasing.
0: but I think often people think that that movie is like a list of everybody I hate sure and I, and I, and I think if these people would all be dead and gone the world I, would be awesome yes. and, and that's that's the way my wife thinks that's not, the, <laughs> that's not throwing her under the bus that's not <laughs> that's not how I think I'm more like Frank I just want everybody to act
1: nice. I agree with that. And Frank agrees with the politics of the guy that they shoot. I yeah. I, I
0: didn't think that it was just oh Bob's just kind of jerking He's just, off and yeah, telling Yeah and us and venting. He hates. and I think people think that and 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 obviously I agree with uh, a lot of the things sure. those guys hate but but, but Frank goes up for a high five yeah Frank high fives I high five I you high know, five you can't get my wife to high five I love five, Green though. Day uh, see uh, you know I have you a must big get that a lot no <laughs> I have a I, I have a very soft spot for Green Day I really I really don't dislike Green Day and I felt sure. like a hypocrite because I had worked with you them on something you know funny oh is that true yeah but I don't I, I don't I think this kid would hate Green Day but I don't think I, I, I know I that's don't that's absolutely right but I'm not but there are things that do bother me that, 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 that you know really I wanted to make a movie that asked where are we going? Yes. And 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 are you part of the problem, are you part of the solution? And that's it. And and right. I a and I've been look, I was in <laughs> I was in Police Academy. I you know, I mean Well that's what's funny, I, man. I, I, I directed Windy City Heat. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the problem. You know what I mean? So Very, very funny. I So I, So I, ch- I can't really just uh you know, but that like but like that came across. I
1: I actually didn't think it was just your hate list.
0: But I think there are people that just operate on you know the most of the movies I make. If you can't connect the dots, you're not going to enjoy them. If you're right. just sitting there waiting for punchline driven comedy or yeah. or uh, looking at penises. Well, I want I want to um, talk about the movie.
1: So <laughs> looking at so, so, so much. <laughs> Didn't even
0: phase me. I was like, I, yeah. oh, you know, looking at this. Well, yeah. I was thinking because because you do see Mork's penis in uh, in World's Greatest Dad, but um, wait, whose penis? Which penis? Robin's penis shows up in the end of World's I Greatest Dad. I saw Dead it. I don't remember. When, when he jumps in the pool, you do see it so briefly, don't you? Yeah, it comes. To, it's like a side profile, but uh, uh, he shaved before that scene, and I was like, wow, you're costing me the bear audience. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think it was his Wait, ego. Wait, what did he shave? Uh, everything. Like he had like the woman got carpal tunnel shaving him. I really think she, I really think he I really think his whole thing was he wanted people to see his dick.
1: <laughs> he did. I really <laughs> he do. Did. That's For like it. in uh, "Forgetting Sarah Marshall." I'm like, oh, he
0: wants us all to see it's his, his dick, dick a
1: lot, a lot, and he probably diddled it a little okay. bit. Yeah, nobody's no, flaccid like that.
0: I um, I repelled once nude from the roof of the Oakland Coliseum during a Nirvana concert, and and. <laughs> uh, and in hindsight, <laughs> if you're going to be publicly nude, give it a tug. Yeah, gonna, give it a little. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to... Just gonna, bat it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I wasn't going to... I'm not even, like, getting sexy, like, ooh, I'm going to be nude in front of 15,000 people. You were people. doing it because... I should have. I didn't. I just looked like this, like... <laughs> It's like pasty fat cherub. Wait, you came down as birth. God made you. I came down, yeah. In not aroused. I had not aroused. Because God is not sexy. <laughs> God's not arousing. If you're aroused during birth, you, they couldn't yeah. pull you out. Oh, my God. like. Just
1: five more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Mom. Or the best.
0: Mom. Mom. <laughs>
1: Oh no! I'm, I'm <laughs> born with an erection. Born with an erection—that's that's, trouble. Wow, that's uh, that's trouble. That's a
0: good name. I mean, I know that's played you're out when born... you use that device. Saying that's the name of my new album. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: born with an erection. Born with an Some sort of not a attitude bad... comedian. <laughs> I was born with an erection, but he doesn't get that that's weird.
0: So you're aroused by your mother?
1: No, yeah. I'm so virile.
0: Yeah. Well, my wife is a, is really weirded out by the idea of m- women when they carry their sons. Like you. Know, you have have a dick in you? Well, oh yeah, that's true. That's very. Uh, it's a type of.
1: It's not. No, I was just going to say it's a type of sex. It's not a type of sex. But let me. Ask, you've had children. I don't know. The baby oh. comes out, and everybody's always yeah. smelling the baby. <laughs> smelling the people are like smell the baby like a new car. Well, because it's covered new in car. pheromones that you oh, is that respond it? to. Oh, is that it? Especially so you don't if, eat so it. So you don't eat it. Ah. How did you go from not knowing that to knowing that? Well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, my my daughter looked very weird when she was born. Very delicious. She's a beauty. She was. She had an apple in her mouth, and she she was she had a, and she had a chocolate sauce. No, my daughter slowly was- rotating daughter. <laughs> She was very odd looking, and she knows that. I mean, that's her favorite thing. Is she has like her baby pictures <laughs> yes. displayed because she looks, um, uh, mm-hmm, left know. of center, we call that. Um, Yeah. Worse. what's that? <laughs> what is that? Pergeria? Is that it? When I don't you, know. When you grow old, you know what I mean, but you're little, you know, you're still like, oh, she uh, looks like a little old man. She had a little weird head, but but <laughs> she's a beautiful young woman. She filled out. I mean, hey, in the hazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her face filled hey, out. We are not talking about my daughter's cans <laughs> on this broadcast. Uh, can I tell a a, a a story that's in my act now? But your about mom, my daughter. Of course you can. Okay. I also want to say story. that that's
1: a vagina and a vagina. So that's kind of that's kind of right. weird. It's kind of sex and it's kind of lesbian sex.
0: It's well, my my uh, please. But my well, my my daughter didn't go through the birth canal. So uh, she's, so she's so it wasn't. Sick. No, actually, she she, she was regurgitated. It's like the fly. No, so my, and she my, still looked she, delicious. She, that's maybe that's the problem. Yeah, she looked like uh, so my my daughter's a costume uh, a stylist. She works on commercials, doesn't doing wardrobe. But yes. she was working on a project for a friend of ours, and Russell Brand was in this thing. And so she she says to me, "I get this text, Dad." I have diarrhea. She's really going to be happy. I'm telling this uh. guy. But so, so she goes, Dad, I have diarrhea. And, uh, it was an emergency and I went into Russell Brand's, uh, dressing room and I'm in his,
1: That's a, te- his bathroom. That's a text, by the way. Yeah, diarrhea. this is a text.
0: I have diarrhea. It was an emergency. I to went, think the I went into, I went into. The- Nobody with diarrhea can think, how do you spell diarrhea? <laughs> well, she was sitting there for a while. She's on the. <laughs> oh,
1: he wasn't, I'm looking yeah. for a toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have all the time in the world yeah. to find out where now that H is. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah,
0: exactly. So she's sitting there and she says, uh. And now he's come back into his dressing room, and I'm trapped in his bathroom because you're not supposed to be in. So you know. Oh, he, she was in
1: Russell Brand's. Dressing
0: yes, room. yes. She goes, "What do I say?" And I go, "Make him uncomfortable." What you need to do is step out and go. Hi, Russell Brand. I had to change my tampon, you know, Shark Week and, <laughs> and, and my daughter texts back. she goes, "I love you, dad. you're the best." Now she thinks I'm trying to help her out of an awkward situation, oh, no. but really, I'm like going, "What's the text I could have her send that Russell Brand won't try to fuck her?") <laughs> But I, but I really don't think that would stop him. Oh no! I don't think that would slow him down. He's sex positive, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, gross! She's like, what did she do? Uh, I think she did that. I don't know because <laughs> because later on Russell Brand was. Uh, I think they're, they're friends. My daughter's very charming. People people do like her. She's a she's a she's really funny. Actually, they're charmed by her. Yeah, and she's a ball buster, you know. So, so, uh, How old is, is this she's ball just buster. turned 26. Okay, all right. So, that's a ball busting age. Yeah, and I was I'm,
1: picturing a young, a young no,
0: age. no, no. I'm I'm 50, so I by Hollywood standards, uh, I was a very young father. I was just gonna say mm-hmm. that means
1: you had her when you were 20. I'm not here to do math. 25-ish. Yeah, 25 ish, 24, I think, when you
0: knocked up her mom. I think yeah. <laughs> it's a
1: very sweet story till you blew a baby up for her mom. <laughs> oh, no, and then your daughter kind of scissored that woman.
0: Oh, this is, she's going to be so mad. <laughs> It's not really a scissoring. She, you know what's funny is like her friends will go to the meltdown, you know, and and you know they'll be. She, she's go. What are you talking about on stage right now? I can't believe <laughs> I <get> these tweeted <laughs> texts from her. Oh no! Are you talking about you? Yeah. Well, but she gave me permission she... on the Russell Brand story. She said, "Okay, you're not going to stop telling that one." So okay, it's a good one. I, it's a true. I one. can't believe you don't know the update. If she said the tam,
1: if she said Shark Week or not,
0: I feel like she would have. I mean, uh, I, 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 more importantly, I, I you know I didn't. <laughs> ask her, Hey, how'd the joke play? I said, Did he try to bang you was the question I asked next. And he still he still was like, Oh, so <laughs> Is
1: she she's a is she a single woman or is, is-
0: she well she's got a new guy who who uh uh we're kicking the tires on I, I seem to like him Oh that's fun Yeah kicking the tires dad getting involved Well you know it's kind of I don't know what it says <laughs> about me where I'm like oh like the guy's got a lot of tattoos and I go oh good like I go oh finally someone normal That's interesting you well know? you seem
1: to be uh, anti homogenization.
0: I think so. I yeah. mean like, like, oh, at least he's normal.
1: It crossed my mind in in the in the uh, parade,
0: uh it's the JFK kind of sequel. I'm gonna try not to. Yeah, you know spoilers. what's funny? You're the first person hmm. to mention that scene in God Bless America. What do you mean? We shoot a baby in this movie yeah. and and the first time anybody ever mentioned that we parody the JFK assassination <laughs> is you. Everybody's like, Yeah, all right, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I'm amazed that that just... I guess by the time that shows up, no one g- gives a rat's you, ass. You get it by that point. You know, I talk about... Uh, I did touring tour with Nirvana and... Uh, <laughs> I gotta hear that naked and he, story. And he, what in, is that naked and, story? And, and, and Kurt had an idea for uh, a video for All Apologies where he just wanted to be drunk at a, a party with a gun, which, which uh, you know, we thought that was kind of funny. And I said, well, here's an idea for All Apologies. My idea was... JFK assassination and Chris and Dave are, are Jackie O and stuff but he's just singing all apologies and he's assembling something and he goes well you know MTV won't let us have guns on the air and I was like, oh. I go here's the thing though you're uh you're putting together a pie That's what's in the gun case No one sees it to oh, the he, end He's Oswald Yeah, he's Oswald Because I thought well, Who would be the most Misunderstood person So then he throws it The pie And then the meringue Is the back of Kennedy's head You know Back into the left And he looks Yeah <laughs> It's a the top. People back in- This is a military Style assassination <laughs> back, into so, back into the left oh, Back into the left Back into So so uh, I said this to him And he and he lit up Like this is really great And then the, uh, the, the, the uh, One of the men Manager types goes. You two don't get to travel together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then crazy. I think so later on Marilyn Manson did something similar. So so that's least, so um,
1: up their alley with the with the it's uh, in bloom. I believe is the is the. Well,
0: I just thought it'd be fun to to go. You know, to go to uh, we could really Plaza like the... and film it. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: I've been, I've been there, and people were cracking jokes, and I f- it was one of the few places I felt inappropriate to, or, uh, make to jokes.
0: crack wise. I got hit with a water balloon on Dealey Plaza at three a.m. Someone drove by, <laughs> and I was with Jim Short, and uh, and somebody hit me with a water balloon. Were you standing on the X? Yeah, man. I you was. You like, were
1: not standing yes. on
0: the X. Yeah, I was. And I was in Blam, and I was like, wow, there's just something about this trajectory that <laughs> Oh they, my god, the Yankees are gonna get hit. You get- know, my first thing was like, oh. Is this <laughs> Just pee, you know. That was my first thought. I wasn't, Wait, it wasn't like it? No, 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 no. I don't know why that would even bother me at this point <laughs> in my life. You have to pay good money in some circles to, to get, get pissed on. <laughs> to get pissed on. Somebody was just telling me about a porno where they were like, "We're
1: gonna pour water on you," and then they peed on her, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "It's water from my body." <laughs> what kind of? A, what do you, you thought that was gonna work? And I think I didn't see it. I wish I'd seen it because
0: I like to decipher. I'm that sure was you could real. find it. It's not like a one time only. Yeah, but uh, like somebody.
1: Being deceived into thinking it was what I don't know. What that's I'm a really anymore. specific. Uh, yeah. What do you think about uh, pornography? Watching your movie, uh, I'll be honest with you. Here's what happened: <laughs> I watched okay. your movie, and later in the de- this morning,
0: <laughs> and then I rubbed one out. I, I did. Uh, that's
1: that's the story. Not because of the movie, but it's just, it's wow. an unre- look. I feel embarrassed. It's too, I feel shame. It's too I feel late. shame. It's too late for the DVD cover. <laughs> <laughs> I rubbed one up. Yeah, I watched this mm-hmm. movie, and pro- first of all, I should properly compliment you, I fucking loved it. Oh, I thanks. I loved it. Oh, good, I was. I, I felt like a fool, because you and I were at uh, Bonnaroo, I think, at the same time. There was a screening of it. A screening in and Bonnaroo. My, my only lament was that I didn't see it with a live well, that, audience. Well, that
0: is not the best, <laughs> you know, in a tent next to oh, yeah, a, I suppose. a rap artist. And, uh, oh, right. Uh, yeah, the whole, right. sh- the movie's playing, it's like... Yeah, you know, it was like yeah, yeah. watching a movie at a traffic light. Well, that's
1: how I knew the movie was for me actually. I was, see I'm such a a friendly person I suppose, right? Let's say that. Let's take that as <laughs> as who I am most of the time. And then I'm watching the movie and I related to 100% of it. In fact, watched almost the entire film with tears in my eyes. Isn't that weird? I don't know how
0: that's, no, that's how it sweet. makes you feel. No, I mean I, I thought that, that was, was a the point. I was thanks. No, I mean it was <laughs> you're very, crying going. Yeah. How can he get a movie going <laughs> and
1: I can't? It was I couldn't believe the parts that made me uh, cry. There were times when I was crying, and there were also times, And then I, I masturbated right after. I'm just really <laughs> letting what, it all out. I don't know what this is. You don't know what. Well, but, what? What? The movie didn't make you want to masturbate. No, 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 okay. no. It didn't. In fact, I really enjoyed the way that you addressed immediately the idea that they would be or what. You should wa- by the way, you should watch this movie before you listen to this podcast. Oh, well,
0: we'll, we'll just we'll have to put that out we'll, we'll there. But yeah, Cabo yeah. America. Um I kind of see it as a sweet movie too. I mean, I think the violence very is very sweet. cartoony, but yeah. but um, you know, and and um you know, I I it's very strange. There's some crackpot recently wrote an article in uh, in a newspaper and he it was weird the two movies that he singled out about gun violence was this and um <laughs> This an inglorious bastard, so I don't know what kind of time really? time tunnel. Uh, you know, also just uh, you know, uh, inglorious bastards is killing Nazis. Yeah, I guess he. Well, maybe he's, he's got a soft spot. You know, what the fuck? I know. Well, he he's the same kind of guy wanted the the Nazis to have a, a song in, oh, no. in the sound of music. No, I uh, <laughs> hey, how come the. Uh, <laughs> how do you kill a family (laughs) like the bond (laughs) so um no so yeah so he singled out those i don't even think he'd seen my movie i'm sure he just heard about it or whatever it's just uh you know we're very 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 violent culture in society and um this movie's a satire And, and and right now i see tarantino kind of deflecting a little bit of criticism that he gets from from people for uh uh, Django, uh, and uh, <laughs> as I said, Rango Unchained. I thought it was about a lizard that Johnny Depp voices. <laughs> when, did we keep... when were lizards slaves? He slave? killed so many people. <laughs> he said the
1: N-word to surprise Yeah, that lizard.
0: He loved it. That lizard as a, uh, yeah, so, um, <laughs> no, so so it was, um, and I feel that, like Tarantino really should just say, hey, I'm Quentin Tarantino, uh, uh, cram it. You yeah, know fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. because did you go to the uh Kubrick uh display here at um, the MOCA? No. Well, it's uh it, it's really fi- fascinating because they have his personal letters to so many organizations where he's defending what he does, you know, and he's saying and he has to go I've had movies at the Cannes Film Festival and you're mm-hmm. like going you're Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. You just stay home the lumpet. <laughs> and uh and you know and it and and this movie, you know, um i think the the, the when, when people the amount of gun violence is happening now in our country is is not because of fictitious uh, f- uh films you know it, it really has to do or 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 games you know it really has to do with how we treat our mentally ill and how accessible automatic weapons are to people those mm-hmm. are the two things mm-hmm. you know um so that's the reality. Uh, but it's easier to blame Hollywood. And, and Well, that, you know, that's and, an interesting
1: and, point they make in the movie that nobody wants to take responsibility. Any responsibility. That everybody that these people kill, it's always blamed on something yeah. else, like a sleeper terrorist. Yeah, which style. is really, it's really funny. funny. Like, was, whenever I she it was super kills,
0: funny. yeah, it's always. <laughs> it's always Could like, it have been an
1: Obama hating? Yeah, like, I something. love that.
0: Like, And the girl's <coughs> mad because she wants kind of credit. And, and right. the character that Joel Murray plays is just, he doesn't care. You know? Right, and, right, right. And, and, and I think. Uh, yeah, I said that oh, one of my quotes was, was I said that uh, you know, if we're going to start banning violent works of fiction, we better start with the Bible, you know. Uh Yeah, sure. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Very violent. Uh yeah, and uh but so so the uh Frank and his... I didn't even... That's how desensitized I am. I didn't even
1: pause to think you called it a work of fiction. Oh, oh So many yeah, people yeah, would yeah, find yeah, that yeah, deeply yeah, offensive, and I'm just like, yeah, it is violent. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is violent. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He dies again.
1: <laughs> 40,000 priests of Baal, lesser known.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, God, God kills him. I, um... Yeah, so, but I do think now that it's done and it has its own little shelf life. Uh, that is one thing that I do occasionally find annoying is people who, 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 who. But you can't get mad at how people interpret your movie. Maybe maybe you failed on some level, but but the idea of me to make a movie uh, with characters that don't have any, you know, when you watch a movie, just just the same way is that when they go for a can of Budweiser. You know what I mean? It, it, it's a different name, and it looks kind of like Budweiser, and it takes me out of the movie. I'm going, oh, that's that's a fake can of beer. Right. And I find it would be just the same way if these people don't name names in the movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. So so that's why I thought it was important that they name names, because because she would have a million opinions on right. things. You know? and it,
1: well, I actually thought that one of you had... Do you get notes? So You say in the movie... <laughs> Fuck Woody Allen or, or Woody right. Allen sucks. And it's very mm. funny. Yeah. I, my first thought was, I was like, that has to have passed some sort of live test. That feels like something
0: you've <laughs> oh, said I'm live, saying, maybe. No, you know what's funny? That said out loud. Did, There's a couple of things that, that it was. This is the first movie that I did take a couple things from my act. Um. And uh, it seemed like the
1: the Coliseum
0: thing. Some of Joel's things. No, that things that's at the just beginning. something I have said as a grumpy guy. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That that rant is just some of that is me. You know, I just, love that rant. like get off my lawn kind of thing. But but uh, <laughs> the the one line that is from my actor is when he says uh, that he wishes he was a super genius and could figure out a way that, that when you vote for American Idol, yes. it turns your battery in your phone into an explosive device that is from my act very very but funny I, and sometimes now when i'm performing and, and i can go none of these people seen my movies i'll slip that joke in yes and, and if they laugh or whatever I can go Oh, I, I can tell how they react that they, they, right. they don't watch I do movies. the same thing
1: with this podcast if I've said something on this show that I'm like really? oh that's kind of funny that would work on stage and I try and get away with it instead of framing it as a piece like an expounding on an yeah. idea I just say it people will laugh a different way and they'll be like we've heard, oh, heard these. That before oh that's nice though that's great yeah, I, I mean
0: my my uh, the folks that come see me don't know I make movies you know is I, that right sure. well I was going
1: to ask you about that Sure. so many things I wrote down the things we'll get back to porn me masturbating all that sort of
0: stuff <laughs> we can get right back but to the masturb- thing
1: that i think you and i strangely might have in common is if i go to a comedy club are you are you touring now
0: i go do stand-up often i mean it's a way that prevents me f- basically from doing reality shows and things like that right there you go that's you know? that's noble then yeah i mean it's it's i guess you know um I'm not above certain things. I shouldn't say I'm that much of an artiste, but I I have stopped pursuing things that, in the long run, if they came through, I wouldn't enjoy.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, actually, let's go back to that. I'd like to go back to that. My my deep relating to this movie was insane. What I can't watch – it's hard not to sound lofty. This must be your artistic plight as well. (laughs) I hate reality television. And here's what I've done uh when you, in in the movie uh one of the people that they oh god it's hard not to spoil it but it doesn't no,
0: that's all right i mean if they haven't seen it they you know I, and it's also still i don't think i mean they c- kill some reality stars yeah know. sure and yeah. they kill some god hates, hates fags people yeah and that's very broad you know i mean who doesn't hate the westboro baptist people uh, well that's
1: the thing know. but here okay so this is a big part of my life and and something that i if if i could even get so lofty as to call it a message is like here i am a good person I've fallen – like, as I'm falling asleep, thought about why, like, a SWAT team doesn't <laughs> kill them all of them. <laughs> and I, I think about it – And like, again, look, I don't, I'm, I'm right there with Buddha. I don't want any violence. I went to Quaker grade school and all wow. that stuff. But, like, I think about a SWAT team going to that ranch – And they all get they all get one gun, one person. So there's a lot of SWAT people, and it's one synchronized silent shot. Wow! So this wasn't a splitting. No, no, no. This is like a thought out. Oh, And it comforts me, and makes me feel good, and I and I drift off to sleep. That's insane. But what I'm here to like. That's
0: interesting. That your comfort at night when you can't sleep and the demons and squirrels are going is is homicidal sometimes. Yeah, and that's interesting too.
1: Well, that's what was interesting to me watching the movie and having it released. Because to if me. I say
0: this out loud, people will freak out. But I mean, for me, and 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 by the way, it's, it's <laughs> they'll well, big deal. I'll say it anyway. <laughs> Mine is suicidal. I don't think of I don't think of like mowing down people. I guess maybe that's what makes me Frank in the movie. I mean, mine's yes. – you know, because he is suicidal. He's suicidal the whole time. T- I mean. Sure. So, uh, but so but, you
1: have fantasies that calm you down of of your life ending. A little bit, yeah. So see, like if I had less fear of death, I think I'd be right there with you. I was just talking but to my friend. I love friend. how
0: you want to take people out. But it's not, it's not just people. It's people that yeah, go yeah, and yeah, protest yeah, yeah.
1: soldiers, funerals. Sure. And, and I've also talked about uh, – this has come up on the show before. I can't believe it. But the idea of a sleepy sniper, the idea of being a sniper is, is in our lizard brain something very comforting. You're up high. Right. You're armed and you're hidden. That's right. a safe place, so that yeah. makes you want to fall asleep. But the but the you know the God hates fags <laughs> sleepy thing. Sleepy sniper, sleepy sniper. Yeah. I do that on stage; it never works. But one person every show will go, "I'm also a sleepy sniper." You'd, a be, sleepy. you'd be shocked
0: how many sleepy snipers there are in the world.
1: But there, but th- that's my thing. There's I bits that never... you
0: do that. How many bits do you have that that you do and they don't work, but you kind of have a soft spot for them? Yeah, a ton. <laughs> a ton. I have a couple, but they're not like I. I've never been able to get this across that you know Freud's mom really was hot, mm-hmm. and I've never been able to work that into a, That's a so bit. Funny, but she was. She was. She was hot. So I mean, that is <laughs> she, like she, it's, it's not his fault that he well, wanted the bugger. Or, or exactly, it's just like if Freud had my mom. You his know, whole God theory, rest is, yeah, is based on that. His mom was, you know. <laughs> You need to remember, Floyd yeah, had a smoking hot mom. mom. Yeah, and much younger than his dad. Oh she my was, yeah, god! She was, so of course it was like, yeah, we all want to bang our mom. like, no, you want to bang your mom. I don't. I wouldn't even let my mom give me a reach around. You know, this is a free podcast. People don't have to pay for that. I like that. It's free. <laughs> it's
1: a wonderful thing. Well, I want to stay on this uncomfortable area of of my own uh, homicidal fantasy. Like I said, with the God hates Facts thing. So again, I want to just. I feel vulnerable, and I want to justify it. But then, like I was watching your movie today with the uh, with earphones on because my neighbors are so loud, and I can't tell you how many times I've fantasized oh, sure. about kicking the door down. And it's not murdering <laughs> them; it's breaking their stereo in front of right, them. Like right. Right. And look, right. and, and it's not even his fault. The, the walls are so thin that he, it's kind of his fault. But, like, I understand. And but, he has decent taste in music. But in the- <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not like German techno. I actually will turn uh, off my stereo and listen to and his. You know, wow. I and did know in, the Pixies did a live album. Exa- it's, you're not even kidding. But then, like, at the same time, there's aggro Pete that just wants to be like, you have no concept that we live together. You know what I mean? We live in the same unit. Yeah. And And I take my fucking shoes off when I get home. Don't I, motherfucker? You know what I mean? And I
0: think that's the whole thing. In this digital age, we are not connecting at all. We are not aware of how our actions affect other people. Yes. Now, this movie was, you know, it is a satire. It's very goofy. And it wasn't, you know, and it wasn't, it it is, you know, I'm very nonviolent. I'm not pro-violence. But, you know, if I could have made a a doc on the same subjects and it would have been just preaching to the converted you know mm-hmm. so i made i made a a, a <laughs> movie in the wheelhouse of people who they would actually probably be annoyed with it is strange though um It's the first movie I did that, you know, normally when I'm ego-surfing on the web, you go look up, like, how the reviews are, and then you look up, you know, on IMDb, the people who actually watched it, did they like it? And it's funny, this didn't do as well with the reviewers as, like, uh, World's Greatest Dad, but it's the first movie I've done that the people who've watched it liked it. Interesting. World's
1: Greatest Dad... uh, Critically, critics really like that. So movie. you're getting that uh, the bucket of popcorn
0: high rating, for- but the but the people that would watch it right were disappointed. They're right. like, oh, it's Robin Williams and it's he's the world's greatest dad, and right. they're like, why would he be in this movie?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I watched that movie on the road, uh, uh. and I was so lonely. And, I was and then like, did
0: you feel more lonely? At no, the end?
1: I. Uh, people say I suck my, guest, my guests' dick a lot, yeah. and I say fuck you. I don't care. Well, if who, it's, who if are these are honest, people? I don't know. People people get ever upset. to your face? No, it's on Twitter. It's, well, it's then it's not trolling real. or whatever. Yeah, but uh, the truth is, I watched that movie, and I think I had probably the exact. May, I, I'm not going to presume. No, but I, mean, I had an experience that I bet you would like. Is that I thought. Oh, it, it, uh, who cares? It's just another Robin Williams right, movie, right, right. and it'll be light, and I don't care. And I watched it, <laughs> and, and, and I'm oh, sorry man. to be so dismissive. No, no, that's really funny. I didn't know that, you directed it. Yeah, and I didn't and then, know you wrote it. And then, like, so about 40 minutes in. Were exactly. You? <laughs> when you meet <laughs> the time. shitty son, yeah. I'm like, I literally remember thinking, I was like, uh, oh, great. He, I wonder if he's going to turn around and love his dad, and then when he doesn't, I was like, so I had my mind a yeah, little bit blown little, by that movie. Yeah. So it was like perfect. It was like going to see Dusk Till Dawn, not knowing it's a vampire movie, which right. also happened to me. <laughs> wow, it's the best way to see that. Oh, movie. That it would be, yeah, that it's would be mind blowing. Yeah. It is mind blowing, and that's what happened in your movie. Suddenly, the strip club were vampires. Yeah, well, that
0: was, uh, uh, yeah, a, a buddy of mine was like, well, how's he going to turn this around? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, you didn't, you know, and I was. Yeah. yeah so, um, yes, well, that movie, you know, I mean, at the end, he says, uh, you know, he used to think the worst thing in life is ending up all alone, but it's not the worst thing is ending up with people that make you feel all alone, and um hmm. And I guess so if you were alone on the road, that would be comforting.
1: Yeah. It, I don't know what it was. It, but it also made me artistically feel, first of all, that's lovely. Every monologue in, in, uh, in God Bless America, it was very, very stirring. That's what I'm telling you. Was, I was like crying the whole time. Let's, let's, stay, let's stay on how it relates to you, though. I'm interested in that suicide uh, thing.
0: How do you do it? I don't know. It seems like there is so much suicide in these movies, and I don't, I don't, I don't. In your I,
1: fantasy, though,
0: but yeah, and 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 I would say that <laughs> I've never been at a, a, a kind of more uh, stable part of my life. You know, yeah, I, I think I'm I'm the happiest I've been. But so. that's exactly my point. See, I don't want to kill anybody, and you don't right, want to kill yourself. Right. But there is something comforting. But about what it. you want to say in these things is you just want people to stop. You know, Frank just wants people to act right. People, he just wishes that. You know, that there was some sort of a way to make people look at what they're doing and stop and then he right. gets to the point where he d- that is not working so you know in the movie he's killing people but but you know it, it, i think it's funny it's like people take the, my movie very serious with the killings but then they could go see uh uh uh, uh any other movie which all has death in it mm-hmm. either death of a relationship or death a, or an actual death and they have no problem with it as long as it's like a justified death now no matter who someone is who's dying, there's repercussions. The, even the worst person on the planet has some family member or mother. or Zero eight. Dark Thirty. Did you see it?
1: What's that? Zero Dark Thirty. No, no. They shoot o- Osama. Spoiler. <laughs> and uh, and uh, all, all his all his I don't know who those people were in the bedroom with him, but they're freaking out. Right, they're they're very sad. There are children there that are like, "Shit, you shot Papa Osama." Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm, I'm I agree. From their perspective, it's a bad exactly. it's a bad so, movie. So
0: we just you know we have this we've already have this disposable death mentality that's yeah. really weird. Uh, so I don't know why uh, I guess because people are sitting there going, "Hey, I do that. I don't want to get shot." <laughs> Maybe that's right. It. Yeah, I guess so. Oh
1: God, you made me think about five hundred things. And while you were talking, I was like, I hope he doesn't stop talking because I, I can't remember any of it. <laughs> Which is okay. I'm just thinking so many different things. I, I, the th- okay. Going back to being the good person, you being a good person, and then the breaking my neighbor's stereo with a baseball bat, and then oh, this is what I was going to ask you. How do you feel about Disney World? Here's why I'm asking
0: because I knew you were going to bring that up. How did you know? No, not, ah! not at all. <laughs> I was the biggest (laughs) nut secretary ever. How do you feel about Disney World? Here's the thing. But seriously, we're talking about (laughs) suicide. Have (laughs) you ever had a beef churro? Uh, uh, (laughs) Ah! We keep talking about it. Okay, so Disney World. How do I feel
1: about it? Here's why I'm asking. Okay, so I see uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie uh, is is they go to the uh, they go to the movies in the movie, and then there are people talking, and it's right. kind of like in uh, Seinfeld. It's one of my favorite scenes in Seinfeld, where George Costanza tells them to shut the fuck up. He doesn't say that. <laughs> right. He's like, and if you think I'm kidding, try me or whatever, and everyone applauds. And this is just the, an extreme version of that. Now, uh, I love that scene, and it was very therapeutic for me. Again, good person can't st- somebody in-, in front of me. Uh, when I you know, saw Django Unchained, and he's sc- not just reading a text, he's scrolling uh, through old texts. Uh, Who's reminiscing, uh that was, a good, that was a good text conversation, watching his stupid finger uh, go up and down the iPhone screen, uh, and I want to murder them. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I love hugging people and kittens and babies in Disney World, all that sort of stuff, and I want to murder them. So, but then when I go to a place like Disney World, it's manufactured civility. So one of the points of your – or one of the messages that maybe of the movie is that we're a civilization but we don't have any civility anymore. Disney World, it's it's fake. It's certainly fake. It's manufactured. It's homogenized. It's safe. But like there is something happening where people are like, you don't look at your cell phone during the Hall of Presidents. You know what I mean? Like people are nicer there. Mm. So it's like a fake nice place. But when I go, I buy it.
0: I don't – that's a good question. Did I – no, because – well, I guess this is Disney versus – I was just at Universal at the – at uh, Hogsmeade, you know, at the uh, Harry Potter – that was my uh, Christmas present to my wife. Uh-huh. Was there, and um, she likes roller. Is it roller coasters? And no, it's it's. They make the Harry Potter castle. There is, yeah. So you can just go to the castle. Oh, there's Hogsworth. but there's the town. There's just everything about it is amazing. Huh. But still, there was some hillbilly woman with no shoes on in a park, <laughs> standing behind. Now, my wife has read every book, has everything memorized, and this woman's just <laughs> shouting behind my wife, going, "Oh." Uh, i never seen these movies. It's about witches, right? Oh. It's about witches. And oh. then she says, uh, uh, which one's Harry's girlfriend? Oh, <laughs> and, no. And my wife is like, Meh. you know, she knows every single tiny character. Of course. A, but um, it was, you know, what was the, the best time there. So there's a little, uh, there's this Indian family. We got up before dawn. And there's Indian family. And there's this kid. He's got a a bad set of bangs he's eight years old glasses he he's underweight and he's dressed as harry potter he's got the robes on and he's and and we're in line with them at the same time and and dawn is breaking and we Hmm. go on the rides and this and that and they go into this one place and and uh you get your uh, uh, it's where you where wands are uh given out uh, in in hogs it's very well done and it's just thousands and thousands of wands and boxes and this guy comes out and he picks this kid from the audience, and this kid was very polite and very smart and sweet because we talked a little with him and what's your name and he goes uh, 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 R- 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 Ravi like he didn't even, and his dad's going, Ravi, say Ravi." <laughs> <laughs> and so the wizard gives him a, a wand and he says, Try to look at that plant, you know, it needs water and and to concentrate and the kid's got his eyes all squunched up and he's and he's Ugh. concentrating, and gives him a magic word and the plant drops dead and then he tries it again and Ugh. things go wrong. Finally he gets the right wand that's got, you know, unicorn heron and everything and the whole room lights up and Oh, I'd love to tell you I'm a better man. I didn't start crying. <laughs> you, know, but I was just <laughs> you did, yeah, because this eight year old kid. It was it was great, you know. But so that oh, I, was see, a manufactured think... thing, though, you know. But it was wonderful because it was still like all these adults were letting this kid, who's probably smart enough to even realize that it is all fantasy, but it was his moment. It was so uh, it was pretty awesome. So so you know, yes. theme parks are are a little fascist. Let's say that. But at the same time, you know, uh, moments like that were. Wouldn't have existed, so um, that's so great. You know, you take the good, it's like the facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad. You know, Disneyland, uh, you know, the fact that they have you know, gay, uh, you know, gay days is awesome, you yes. know, what I mean, but uh, at the same time, you couldn't grow a mustache like Walt is really weird, you know, <laughs> yes, you know, well, like, hey, wait a second, I can come in, I can, <laughs> I can have a cock broom. As a gay man, but I can't a, get a job. A cock broom? A cock broom. Oh, that's what a mustache a is? Mustache, <laughs> yeah, a mustache, yeah. I didn't broom. know that's what they were called. <laughs> a cock broom. I can have a cock broom. <laughs> I was just going to let I'm it welcome. go. And I'm welcomed here in the park, but I can't get a
1: job with a cock oh, broom. When I went to the, co- <laughs> the cock broom list, last time I was at Disney, I went there to perform and uh, I think I've talked about this where on the you, show. Where? What did I wear? No, where did you perform <laughs> at Disney? Uh, in a part, an extension of uh, one of the hotels or something? Oh, okay. it was like a corporate. Oh, thing, oh like in okay, a hall. okay. I thought you meant like. <laughs> <laughs> On the streets, I was busking. Yeah, a- <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed there's no busking. cock rooms here? <laughs> busking. <laughs> busking. <laughs> How old are you? I get a- I'm wearing a swell season t shirt. That's why I know what busking is. Busking. It's from the movie Once.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yes, <laughs> that's it what is. I know what busking is. Uh,. <laughs> So well, anyway, I just I just remember buying it, knowing com- <laughs> it complete that it's bullshit, but also enjoying it a little bit. I, I don't want to force the religion thing, but there's a little bit of a of a suspension of disbelief just to enjoy how nice it is to pretend that we live in the 1950s and milk is still delivered, and, and magic exists, and that boy got his day made. You know. Yeah, magic
0: is is a really weird term in theme parks because it's all about. Uh, you know if if you got rid of words like dreams and magic uh, there would be you know that's what disney sells but yeah. you go well what is dreams what is magic right. and i guess it's faith and then you know i mean so it's a it's a safe way to to, to uh, you know i i'm an atheist but at the same time i want to believe in the what ifs not not in the what if that there's some divine power that's steering this uh this uh <laughs> This 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 meteor that's hell bent to crash and explode, but 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 um I don't rule out the the what ifs. You know, I mean, for me, the the only thing I can believe in is at the end of the day, whenever there's a catastrophe, the first way people react is is something that is bigger than me. Like the people's first intuitions is to to help. Which is amazing. I don't. So that is even if it's man-made, that is something I, I can 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 relate to. Now, then the next wave is when the looting starts or the fighting. You know, I remember when after nine eleven, the uh, after a while they were sorting through the rub uh, the the rubble and um, firemen started fist fighting with policemen. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're going to be okay.
1: Ah, that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs>
0: we're going to be all Somebody right. Somebody
1: had that, uh, a similar thought about stealing American flags. Remember American <laughs> flags were so hot <laughs> yeah, for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a great line in the movie where he goes, how about you remember how to park? <laughs> I love that. Where he sees this bumper oh, sticker. Oh, says, right, right.
0: Never forget. It's, it's,
1: it's an interesting – I know we're all over the place, but I love it. There's a, It's an interesting uh, type of anger. I don't, I don't know what it is when you see like a ribbon uh, on, a, on a car that says support the troops or whatever. That I don't know. That always used to make me mad for some reason.
0: Well, it's because it's saying um, you don't. <laughs> well, exactly. Again, <laughs> and it's also. Yes. It's also uh, this this thing, and this is a theme that does show up in the movies I write a lot. Is that um, people glom on to other people's tragedy for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. They they'll they'll make it about themselves. You know. So 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 someone it cheapens the people. Like during the the last um when the when the sniper uh, the the guy shot up uh uh you know in in Connecticut recently I was asked about how I felt about that and because of the violence in God bless America and I didn't give them a quote and mm-hmm. they and they were really mad they were going, and they were trying to act as if like well, don't you feel movies like yours is responsible and I was like I go you know there's a time when when tragedy happens, the right thing to do is not to make it about yourself. And I said, unlike most people in show business or the media, I, I refuse to make this about me and give the people that were actually affected and hurt and saddened uh, a chance to breathe. Mm-hmm. Before That's I I'm on, and the the reporter's head was going to explode because I wasn't going to say, <laughs> you know, I, I could pontificate about guns and and things like that. But we, it, it's again, it's where's our decency at? You yeah, know?
1: you know what's interesting is is in the violence in that movie, like the baby getting shot, for example, right. which I remember you saying is when you see it live is the, is a telling moment. If they, it's almost like in a stand up act. If they laugh at this, yeah, it'll yeah. be okay for the rest. <laughs> and if they <laughs> laugh at that. I'm disturbed to say that I laughed really hard when he did it and then I laughed harder when the mom was covered in blood. Oh, and yeah, what is going on? I think you're doing some you made me very uh uncomfortable in a in a great way. Like I think that it's 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 rare to to feel something because I'm watching it and I'm laughing and like I said also getting moved and like also you know kind of endorsing somehow violent fantasies and myself. These are things that we're, we're you know told and uh, probably believe are the worst parts of ourselves. When you're in your car and someone's uh, bumper sticker says, nine eleven, 11 never forget, and you're like, how about you remember how to how fucking, to fucking park, park, park or drive? Yeah, or but, drive or whatever, you fucking asshole. That's a bad part of us, but it's a part of us.
0: But that's the stuff that I'm interested in, and I'm not interested really in throwing it in people's faces. I'm really more interested in trying to work it out in my own head. You know, right. all, all these <clears throat> things that I make now are just... Me trying to figure out uh, how I see the world, and also a little bit of it is, or actually more than a little bit of it is, is what interests me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I write a screenplay about. You know, Um, you know that one was um, a Christmas present to my wife. You wrote it as a gift to her. Yeah, I was like, "Merry Christmas," uh, (laughs) because. This is I think it That funny. sounds like you forgot to get her something you're like no, I did no, just finished finish <laughs> Well, I do right fast. But she says uh, you're uh, she's like she goes she goes you're a misanthrope and I'm like you only say that cuz you're a person. But she says that I'm a misanthrope and it really hurt my feelings. And I'm like oh, are you kidding? But she's like yeah. And uh, cuz I don't see myself in that terms, but I guess I am. You know? yeah. I, guess, I guess I am.
1: That's interesting. And you, okay, so there's a, a bunch of things we could talk about. You write fast. I'd love to talk about your writing process. I
0: write very fast. Like, uh, you know, people who criticize my work would say, well, you could probably spend a little longer on them. But, um, like. That's funny because the monologues and all that sort of stuff
1: in God Bless America seem very polished. It seemed like. Uh, well, that was
0: an attempt. I actually wanted to write stuff. Um, I am a Tarantino fan, and I thought, well, and, and the biggest, two biggest movies that influenced that movie was, uh Network, and uh, another movie by Jules Pfeiffer called uh, Little Murders. And in Little Murders, people talk and talk and talk. Because, I mean, it was written by Jules Pfeiffer, so people just talk and talk. And David Mamet. And I thought, well, I just want to write. I'm not trying to do an accurate portrayal. I just think it would be interesting to see if I could pull that off. Mm-hmm. So for some folks, at work, Some folks, it didn't. But it's just a different style that I was interested in trying. But I said that. You down- think
1: without filtering yourself, you'll write more natural dialogue because you don't go back as much or something or it comes out
0: no sometimes i i write you know sometimes i try to make it like natural dialogue this time i wasn't interested in that um Uh you know i finished one screenplay recently and my friends were laughing they go man nobody says anything you know (laughs) it's just uh yeah so so (laughs) what do they mean by that because they don't talk in this one it's just it's just it's just really a lot of action you know so so i uh i i I, I go away in a hotel and uh, and I write and I don't stay in a nice place I I, I just stay in a chain quality hotel and uh, because I know the clock's ticking and I'm paying for it uh, that's how I write you know yeah, like like Sleeping Dogs Lie which was originally called Stay I wrote in. Three days on a weekend, and then uh, "World's Greatest Dad" was another one I wrote. How in a much week. outlining are we doing before? You yeah, sit I do down. an out. Well, I do an outline then, and then I and then I write it. Is anyone know?
1: approving it? Or do you have a trusted manager? Or no, somebody?
0: no. I I had a manager who read "Sleeping Dogs Lie," and and the next day he had a meeting with me and his staff, and he said, you know, I'm because this is a well written script. I go, oh, thanks. He goes, but I'm not sending it out because I'm worried what people will think about your mental health. Hmm. so uh, that ended my relationship (laughs) and I wasn't even mad I was driving home I'm like going well this is what I even if I'm so far off base this is what interests me yeah Maybe this isn't, you know, maybe I, ha- I haven't isn't... seen that one, but that one does uh fascinates me. It's a, a romantic comedy with a tiny bit of bestiality. And it was a movie that we shot for <laughs> twenty grand. Well she's already done it, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. And it's getting past and it's it's the living up to the lies that we tell about ourselves that makes us better people, you know. And um, But she blows a dog. Yeah, spoiler alert, but it's out in five <laughs> minutes, you know, and it's very tastefully yeah. done. It's We're just a... going to
1: say in the intro, if you haven't seen these movies, listen, well, watch them Well, they're
0: always, they're very hard to sell because it's like people think they're like, um, you know, the uh, shock kind of, and they are, I guess, having these disturbing pre- premises, but I always like the reviews that will watch one of my movies and they'll go, this is a one joke movie, and you go... Uh, uh, that's not a joke. Like the the things that they think are, you know, what I mean, that's not the the bestiality part is it's not very treated serious. like Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, or, yeah. or the autoerotic asphyxiation and right. all these things they're treated very seriously. Right. And and, and um and I and I think uh, comedy is just like really kind of gotten to this point where you know what I mean it's just like it's really like an idiocracy you know ask the movie you know what I mean it's just like uh, you just film shocking things one after another and then people laugh and I I guess I, I sound like an old fart but I'm not I'm not a big fan of comedy if there isn't any any if if I can't walk away and learn what the guy who made the movie was thinking about mm-hmm. I don't really have an interest in that you know right like
1: it's so disturbing the TV he's watching it's also so well done the the TV that he's watching with insomnia the fake reality stuff the kid that does the backflip, of yeah, course, it sticks was out <laughs> in my mind. That had to be real, right? That, that was a real you guy. You paid for the it, No, he back. was
0: – yeah, he was a guy that my uh, my wife had worked with oh my <laughs> on, God. On, a, on a show. Yeah. And uh, uh, Crazy Mike. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah, Crazy Mike was on backflip flip break and his back. Uh, Did
1: he break his back in that clip?
0: Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. He, he, he's fine in that clip. He just uh, – But you know, you're not – But bad. that's real. People think it's fake because when he goes up and he starts snoring. Snoring, yeah. I didn't put in that snore. That's his real knocked that scene That seemed too real. Cooked. I know. I should have probably taken it out because it sounded cooked. (laughs) But he's really going. I remember. See, it challenged me because
1: I think I I was I did a show uh, Best Week Ever, which actually I think just came back. And we used to make fun of clips and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it it didn't make it on the show, but a clip that came across was like it might not have even been on Best Week Ever. I just remember someone sending around a clip of a guy in a wheelchair uh, trying to get on an elevator, and he was an asshole. Right. It's called asshole in wheelchair. He, he has to be right, villainized, right, right, right. of course, and he dies in the video. He's pushing the button, and the doors open. I forget what he does to lose the cat to be a dick in the beginning of the video, but he's an asshole somehow. And then he pushes the button, and the and the doors open, but the elevator isn't there, and he just rams in <laughs> and falls in and dies. I, I know, there is. I know, yeah. So as your as your movie is parodying and being <laughs> like these kids,
0: little homeless guy on fire, and put on YouTube.
1: There yeah. is shit like that. It's crazy. Of course,
0: of course, and also the funny thing is, is while we're making that stuff, I know that it will be dated soon. Yeah, you know there'll Isn't be crazy? things that take. Well, what's next? Where's it headed? That was what the whole point of the movie was. It's funny the, the the hobo being burnt was actually in the house that we used to rent, and uh, that's Daryl Sabera, who was in the World's Greatest Dad. And stuff. wait, you mean the the shooting of? No, in the, the movie, there's a, yeah, yeah. So we just went in my backyard and uh, and and burnt a, a fake Obama. <laughs> yeah, in true fashion, I went and got a fire extinguisher. I bought a fire extinguisher and uh, and I took the pin out. Now, if it's a chemical one, do you know that that? You have to fire it right away. I didn't know that. Yeah, I see. So I took the pin out just because if things got out of hand, I was going to be ready. So, of course, the the bushes start catching on fire. And I step out with the fire extinguisher, and it just goes... Like it just drips out of the end. And the fire's going up. And my wife goes, Get out of the way. And she's got a garden hose. And she walks through it, kind of. And that is our relationship. She says that I don't know the difference between a good idea or a bad idea. They're just ideas. Interesting. You know? And that's what she. She totally supplies that for me. Like, I'll hand her a script, and then I don't usually tell her what it's about. And then she'll go, yeah, this is pretty good. We should make this. So she'll say, Uh, eh, this is a bunch of notes, you know? You know, so she is the one person that I kind of listen to when I finish a screenplay. Oh, that's wonderful. And yeah. how did you find this person? Well, it was only because we, were, we weren't a couple. She read Sleeping Dogs Lie, and she said, this is a good movie. And I go, oh, thanks, man, because everybody hated it. And uh and I said, uh, she goes, "Well let's just try to make it." And I go, "Well, I don't have any money right now." She goes, "Well, we'll just start." And that's how we did it. You know we did it like I said, with the crew from Craigslist for 20 grand and, and, uh, and it got into Sundance. so it was a hmm. crazy, crazy thing. So, so, so she's in production. no, she she's the costume designer on my movies. I just trust her with, with, uh, with things. You know? hmm. That's interesting. So you started to work together, and then you just started dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, but
1: it It's interesting to me that it started with an appreciation of your darker work that nobody seemed to love, the side of yourself that no one was appreciating, and then somebody liked that, and then they ended up liking you.
0: Yeah, I guess that's how it all went down, you know. <laughs> but it was, it's, it's. Um, yeah, I mean, so, so, so I do trust her, but I don't really trust anybody else because it is all very subjective, you know. I mean, it's, it is. You know it's painting. You know it mm-hmm. would look better if you didn't put an orange in the bowl. You know. Well, that's your opinion. You right. know. So so, um, I I think if I keep making movies, the funny thing is when you make a movie and if you and if you do go on the web and you do ego surf, one guy said that it was really funny. He was like, "Fuck you, Bobcat. Go through it. You know. You spend all." You spend your life writing a movie, and then you, you get millions of dollars, and you make it. And this is the movie you make. And he was talking about God Bless America. And it's like, uh, oh no, that's not how I did it. You know, it, was, it cost seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. I had written five movies. It was one of the movies, mm-hmm. uh, and it was the one that just seemed to come together at the time. You mm-hmm. know, I, it was just really weird. So they know? think
1: you're financing it. Yourself? No, they no, they think that's... that
0: they think that like. Uh, uh, I care about the movies I make, but they're not and they're not they don't have that I don't have this passion and drive where it's like I have to make this movie and and show you how I see the world and reinvent myself and you. and, and it's going to cost millions of dollars and this I thing? I love making movies and I just make them and they and they all have different slants and I don't I'm not driven You want to see that movie. Yeah, I'm interested in making movies, but I'm also I don't really I don't really you know, I'm not. They don't cost millions of dollars. <clears throat> I'm not. I don't expect them to make m- money back. <laughs> I really don't. I <laughs> Do just, you say that in
1: the pitch. Um, I'm going to be straight with you guys. I'm going to say <laughs>
0: we are going to lose. <laughs> you guys are going to take a big hit. <laughs> Do You guys need a write-off did this God year. Did God bless America? Make I'm th- sure its it money did back? make money back because it was sold all around the world and uh, and, and you know. Do you and, think the violence and, helped? Yes, it was the first time I sold a movie in Japan. You know Interesting. Uh, the violence did help. It was because uh, you could watch You may movie find this to be up. a big shocker, but they loved it in France.
1: <laughs> did they ah you know it's so funny you address right at the beginning of the movie, he's like, I can't stand this country. I was like, This guy needs to move to Montana. That's what I wrote on these were the, Oh really? Oh that's these were the funny. notes I took. Yeah. You moved to Montana is on here, and I
0: sat there watching it with a French audience at the Deauville Film Festival, like fourteen hundred people. And there's a couple, you know, they make a couple e- kind of lazy French jokes, you know, yeah, and uh, about people not bathing in France and stuff like. That. Wait, in the movie, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there, going, oh boy, how's this gonna go over? But they, they, they actually laughed. I mean, they know that some of their fellow men are stinky, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> But they really enjoyed the movie. France actually was the first time I've had a movie that, when it went to the small cinemas, like you know these movies do, it had a run. Really? Know? Yeah, in yeah. France. Yeah, in France. Well,
1: yeah, also the characters want to move to France.
0: They want to move to France, but they're also just. Uh, turns out, uh, if you shoot Americans <laughs> in a sarcastic uh. movie, they <laughs> seem to like it in France. Is what, <laughs> is what I
1: found. So out. that's true. I mean, like they really do hate us in that way. Um, In the way that we think we do, I always thought that was just kind of. I
0: think I thought you know it's it's there's like to me there's just like it, it, there's just like if you're gonna judge uh uh if you're gonna judge Los Angeles by the cliche of you know of 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 elitist guys who are just driven to make a lot of money and right. and make products and things that are about nothing, or you can judge it by you know the circle that 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 the. um the wagons that are circling around the the meltdown, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. It's comforting, you know, finding the other star belly sneeches. So you can just, (laughs) you can judge, you know, I really love France, but then of course I run into, you know, the cliches, you know, you do run into stereotypes. I just did a gig in Arkansas and I really didn't want to have the, Oh my God, I played the, you know, Arkansas and they're, they're backwards, but my God, it was the worst gig I've ever had. (laughs) And ah. and I was laying on stage at one point. <laughs> you and, laid down. Yes, because I hated them so much. I'm laying down. And when I did said, you know you hated them? It was about. It was. I was tried. I tried hard for about 35 minutes. Did you? Do you remember the moment where you were like, oh, yeah? My it was God. just after you know. I made a million jokes about. Hey, let's just. Well, you know, about stop going standing on the front of the stage recording. You know, it yeah. was just really and I, it just was and I and I laid down and I said. <coughs> I mean, hecklers are common, you know. I laid down on stage and I said, not only have I never said this before, I have never thought this. I am better than you. I am better than all of you. <laughs> said that to an audience. <laughs> Turns out that's worse than thing, you know, fuck Go you. fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's a million I'm times better, better than you. you. Oh, my God. That's the worst thing ever.
1: Oh, what does that remind me of? I am. Do- yeah. It's, um, did you see Young Adult? No, no, no. She goes to her back to her small town, and she and she does she yes. say, "I'm better than you." <laughs> uh, it's Charlize Theron, and there's a scene which I would argue is a fantasy, uh, it, for, you know, of hers. That because she does think she's better than everybody in her small town,
0: and I—I oh, okay. I I thought argue, you meant Diablo Cody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, I really did. Yeah, I maybe, meant, maybe because people confused me with the guy in the movie. And again, I—I I, I agree with a lot of it, but I right, I right, right. you don't hate uh,
1: Diablo Cody
0: necessarily. I don't really care about Diablo Cody. I've never even seen her movies, but people think I have this axe to grind that I'm jealous of or something. But I, do you want to know really why there's that Diablo Cody rant in the movie? Sure. I don't work with notes and I don't say, oh, I don't get notes, you know, F you. But but I say, um, hey, if if there's going to be a note situation, you know, I'd rather not make the movie and we can just uh, walk away as friends. So, so I had the one joke in there because I don't think a homicidal 15-year-old girl really would be a big Juno fan. Um, my daughter's really funny. And when people when she says stuff funny, people go, you're like Juno. And she's like, Dad, I want to stab them right in the throat when they yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, so, so I had the line that said that she's the only stripper that suffers from too much self-esteem. Now... It's it's a funny line, um, but I didn't really think that like, uh, uh, and I thought that would make sense for this character. But but someone asked me to remove it, and I said, oh okay, and I just went and wrote a whole page. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
1: so funny because to to push back against the idea of a note. Yeah. Well, that's why I couldn't believe the Woody Allen thing got in there.
0: Well, you know, what's funny about the Woody Allen th- thing is that um, to clarify, only... you
1: make a joke that he's like every other pedophile, basically. Uh, kind of, Something yeah. Like
0: paraphrasing, yeah, but. But <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, it, it, you know, you can like someone's art and and not be a fan of the man. I mean, nobody holds up to examination. I mean, if you look at my life, you know, we all we're all flawed, and we're all we're all we're all making up our own version of what we consider good and bad. So, so. I I can only tear Woody that hard of an asshole if I wasn't a guy who really admired Woody Allen at one point and had to go, Oh, it too, Woody. Ah, uh, that's right. That's why it hurt you so bad. Yeah. I, mean, that's why I don't he... really that's what I'm saying, like Diablo Cody doesn't frost my cake, as my mother would say. Uh... I don't sit there and go, Oh, damn you Diablo Cody. Your mother was so hot. My mom. <laughs>
1: wow. I, I was uh, interested that there are three
0: movies when You they're... know whose mom is hot? <laughs> I've never said this is. Jimmy Kimmel's mom's hot Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah Hot yeah. mom Well, I, I, you know, whatever But I don't know if I've ever said that to him That would really freak him out, I'm sure But his mom's really cute I'm just picturing uh, a woman that looks like Jimmy Kimmel Yeah, and Jimmy in a wig it's, Yeah, it's not working I was working. doing something in drag And my brother's in AD And I'm in a moo-moo And he comes and looks at me and goes, you look like mom I go, I know, I know It's not cool You know
1: that's so funny. We, I don't know why I'm asking you this. It was interesting to me that Frank smoked in the movie. Did anyone ever give you shit for that?
0: Because
1: people are getting harder on that.
0: Well, no, I think Frank smoked because Joel smokes. I think that was easier. Oh, that. is that right? Yeah. And, and Joel Murray, who did, I think, a, a really good job. Even if... Even if you don't like my movies, I, I, people usually like the actors. Oh, he did great. He, you know,
1: the, I was thinking of how difficult it's. It, I think it might be my favorite thing is is when the car is going to blow up. Again, I, I don't want to tip Oh, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Oh, that scene was, was really
0: scary to film. I was afraid that we were going to blow up that young lady because we just capped off the gas tank. Are you shitting <laughs> me? <laughs> Look, this is Bob Wood. It was a car that was rented, first of all. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I actually looked for the little UPC. Well, we, we rented the car, <laughs> which uh, they returned it after that blood cannon went off. And they, we had it detailed, but so the producer, she rolled down the window, and then when she's driving up, she rolls up the window, and there's all this blood all inside oh, the window, and so she's squeezing it off Not there, the first Elmo. time they've seen it, it hurts, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs>
1: like, oh, good, well, normally in why, the
0: van. That's why they're driving <laughs> that that the uh, Bumblebee Corvette, because what I did was I found a car that I could rent in different cities. Uh-huh. That was a sports car. That's yeah. why they're driving that car because
1: that's the one I looked for. You know how rental cars will have the little UPC yeah, yeah, on the back yeah, yeah. window. Did you take that off?
0: No. What I did was I I, I put an American flag over them. Interesting. Yeah. There's a little tiny American flag. Because I've I've been upgraded to that car. Ah, uh, did you really? Yeah.
1: I'm so <laughs> Where uncomfortable. were you driving in around
0: that. in that car?
1: You know what's funny is at the time I just <laughs> I just started dating this girl who was kind of like a Corvette. Like she, was, I knew it was way too much car for me. <laughs>
0: Oh, I I'm can't. biting my tongue because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't name names. But I was doing a show once, and someone yelled up about one of my exes who 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 was someone who was uh, in uh, in front of the camera. Okay. And they said, "What's it like to date?" Blah blah blah. I won't say her name. <laughs> and, I that's said, w- and I said, "One Wikipedia." And I said, "I said it's kind of like having a, a really expensive sports car. That's a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is funny I can't believe you said that because when I rented this car it was such a weird thing like if it were in a movie I have yeah. things like this in my life all the time if this mm. were in a movie it would be too obvious I just started dating a woman that physically I think I was like this is a, this is a, this is a hot rod woman right. I'm going to go to parties and I'm going to worry people are going to steal it you know what I mean <laughs> exactly just like, just like a thing I've also said it's like dating a B-list celebrity everybody stares you know what I mean some people want a photo that's right. stuff Right, right, and so then I was also like, at the same time went like one of the first shows I went on the road. I just started dating her, and then they they put me in this sports car, and I started driving it, and I and I was like, I can handle this. Look at me, Bob. I'm not. that guy. <laughs> I'm like I can fucking handle this. This is fine. It's a little like the windows are a little small. That's when I remember thinking, and I'm driving. Yeah. And uh, I'm just turning out of the airport, and there's this guy who pulls up next to me, and he's going like that. He's gesturing with his thumb towards the back of my car. But I think he's just giving me a thumbs up because I'm driving a sweet car. Yeah, sure. And this is one of the – I've never (laughs) – I haven't thought about this in a long time. I just give him another thumbs up like, yeah, I'm driving. And he's like, no, your trunk's (laughs) open. So I'm driving this red fucking Dodge whatever, and I, the trunk is fucking open. I can't, and I couldn't handle her either. <laughs> well, I mean, th- but that's what you
0: have to ask. You know, it's hard to figure that out, is it, it, uh, what do I really need? Yes. You know I mean? What do I – versus yes. what do I really like? Yes. Turns out I need a Ford Escape hybrid. There you go. Dependable. I can go looking for Bigfoot in it. <laughs> we got to
1: get back to Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. I, I just last podcast I called my ex-wife a Panera. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I can. There's nothing on the Panera menu that I can't handle. Yeah. And then since then you go to other restaurants and sometimes the menu is a little too, a little too much. It's like everything's a raw squid and you're just like but, oh, I but, can't handle. But this. you
0: know, I should say this though. Like when you're looking for a car, you're thinking about how are other people going to judge me that see this. Now yeah. that's fool. You know, I mean. This is all, all this extra baggage that just like if a sports car really is what you enjoy and you—you know—that's what you should be in and you—you right. know—you can't—you can't be concerned. <clears throat> it's really hard to divorce yourself of, of, of how are people going of to course. to to what they're going to make. But but in this day and age, what people really think of you is you never run into it, you know, because because of the the digital age. You know, I mean, you're telling me these really nice things about how you feel about these movies and it really does mean something to me but but where else do i get that and, I, and you know it's a review or it's this or it's that you know and that, that's uh,
1: you're saying it's rare to get it in person
0: it's rare to it's it it's really rare to get it and i just joined instagram i i had never been on twitter or facebook or any of them you know mm-hmm. um and i like instagram because it's it seems you know. I you know. It's it's just. I see so many weird things as I travel. It's fun for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't get into pissing matches with people. And you right. Know, and, well,
1: there's and, no retweeting on Instagram.
0: Yeah, there's no. There's just liking.
1: Yeah. All, all you can do is positive.
0: Yeah, and and it's just except the comments. The comments, but you know, <laughs> the comments are just. It's it's hard not to. To ego surf, but it's also I know when I'm being productive, when I'm making stuff, I'm not interested in that at all. Right, I'm too tired. I mean, I don't. you were very funny. Speaking of work uh, on Marin, oh, ah, well, thanks, man. Thank you were you really, much. really funny, and and that was that means a lot. And you were a witness of my directing style. I was. I gave you no direction. I, I was nervous. I, you I, would. I was nervous. You would hate me. <laughs> no, because I, w- I went in there. Because I was like, you, what you if he hates in, me? No, but you went in and did it, and it was really funny. And I know not to 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 mess it up by just saying anything. I just uh-huh. I go I go. I just want them to keep doing it that right. way because every time it was really funny, and I know the way to kill it is to go. That was really good. And you'll be yeah. going, spinning out. What did I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Because uh, I just said
1: words. I thought I and was you just, just saying like, But
0: that's the thing with comics. You know, you, 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 you try to give them an environment where they're safe, but you try not to micromanage them so they're not they're not self-conscious. You yeah. Know?
1: that that I think that's the right move for stand-ups. Definitely. I can't speak to anybody else.
0: No, but it's like once I had it, I, and then I finally said, yeah, that was really funny. And you're like, oh. that's Well, do you remember what happened?
1: Uh, I did a guest role on Mark uh, Marin's show.
0: Yeah, and I and I directed four episodes of his new show.
1: And uh so we did that, which is always my first evidence when people think Marin and I really hate each other. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like I because we are right. we argue
0: on Twitter, but it's always fake. But it was it was uh I mean it's a little real. <laughs> yeah, it's a little real, but that's why that's why that's why Marin's TV show is going to be really great. It's you see, just like the podcast. He plays it pretty honestly yeah. and um but at the, one point he goes, "I think my dad's going to sue me," and I'm like, "Yeah, he should."
1: <laughs> That's great. That's the perfect ad for the show. You know, and, uh, he definitely
0: and, should. And the and the uh, uh, so so and I was really pleased that Mark turns out to be a, a really good actor because I'm a fan of WTF, and I and I didn't want him to screw the pooch, and, yeah. and he's really good at being him, you know, which is really hard. You yeah. Know?
1: Well, they say that to Louis. Louis is always in defense of himself, having to say like people aren't sure if I can act, but he's like, I'm on a show. I'm acting. I yeah. know I'm playing me, but that isn't happening. My, yeah, my car isn't
0: really being towed. I'm pretending. You know what I mean. So it's the same I'm thing really that. bad at uh, acting, and I'm especially bad when I'm not doing the persona that people have known
1: before. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know uh, well, why so don't?
1: Yeah, you don't act in your own movie. It
0: crossed no, my mind. I just show up when when someone's missing or something like that. That's. Uh, you mean when an actor is missing and you're like, yeah, you I mean that's why this. I'm the limo driver in... in uh world's greatest dad but it makes sense you know that a guy from police academy is now driving limos so. yeah
1: <laughs> so, uh, so. you're playing so. yourself uh, yeah
0: yeah so i didn't think it was that much of a stretch and of course the door opens up i'm a limo driver and robin looks at me and he goes you forgot your line didn't you i go dude i did ah uh, that's <laughs> great
1: well john fabbro directed iron man and he plays a limo driver does he really
0: well, He plays uh, robert downey jr's driver Oh, so he's got lines Eno and stuff. Lino. He does talk. I don't want to be in the movies because it takes me out of the movies when I'm watching the movie. It when does. I when, I go,
1: when Quentin Tarantino was in Django, I I really like Django Unchained, but it, like he's in it and he did a fine Australian accent. But I was going, he's doing
0: a pretty good Australian accent. And yeah, and I, I mean, you know, I, I I just I do show up in it, but but also I'm coming as a guy who was big in the 80s, who was in a bunch of movies. So I don't really think of these... I actually like these movies and care about them that I don't want to... Uh, have the pressure of acting and being in them. You know, mm-hmm. I I would like to be thinking about everything else One behind thing the scenes. The time. Yeah.
1: Well, that was that was so in the Marin thing. Uh, there was a there was something that wasn't scripted and <laughs>
0: that was, you guys ad libbed yeah, that, that was really and, funny, and yeah. and that was why I didn't talk to you too much. But because, then I
1: said it to you. I go, "That's really funny," and you go, "Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything." Yeah, because I, I, I didn't because it. it's yeah, it's like uh, you know. It's, and
0: Marin it's, goes, "What are you guys talking about?" And you are like, go, "Nothing." nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's because <laughs> it was a timing thing and it was yeah. really funny and, yeah. and as soon as it's you know it's, did it make it in is it in the it was cut? in my cut it You was know, in your cut. Uh, I'm sure it's in because it was really funny but, but uh, hmm. um, I don't I, I I like making my movies but when I can work with other comedians and other folks I, I enjoy that too yeah. I mean like like working with Mark or uh, you know I just did a pilot with Chris you know uh, with Hardwick yeah yeah so and I was behind the scenes there So oh
1: I knew that that's really cool That's really cool. My favorite part of uh, God Bless America is when uh, he shot Steve Agee. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know like I have friends that were like bummed out they're going how come I didn't get killed uh, that's you know? so funny
1: it, did, it is an interesting thing to be jealous of Of the uh, that it, I was like he died on camera
0: everybody got killed all my friends showed up for a day and I shot them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's saying about me but like Tom Kenny was the, the now Tommy Tom Kenny who's Spongebob I, I, has been my uh, BFF since we were six years old right
1: you met him in first grade
0: first grade so we've known each other all our lives but I also know that he and I love him dearly. Who is he in the movie? He he he's gets shot at work. He's a a guy who's around the cubicle uh-huh. and then it's Is he the one that gets up at the end? Yeah, and he gets shot and it goes <laughs> through, through it. Yeah, and so because I knew if I put a squib on him because he's a huge spaz. He's really, you know, Captain Uncornado was his his superhero <laughs> nickname when we were kids and he I knew if I put a squib on him he would touch it and blow his hand off or something. Uh-huh. So 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 I put the squib in the in the actual cubicle. cubicle. Wall, yeah. So all he had to do was pop his head up and then we shoot the wall and then he drops over. But uh of course first day he grabs the wall on the way down and it wasn't spectacular, <laughs> it was just really weird. It's like all of a sudden the whole set starts falling down. All right, cut. Couldn't uh, handle it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I made the right choice. I didn't, um, I didn't wire him with a squib. But then he did get to die. I don't know. It goes back to you yeah, falling he asleep. There's
1: something pleasant about There's, watching mm-hmm. yourself
0: die. Oh, you know what's funny? In the movie, like when he, he – that is like me. In, in God Bless America, when Frank can't go to sleep, he finds a, a, a doc on uh, Charles Whitman the uh, the Austin sniper. You oh know. right, and and uh, he, he comes goes, up on the show a lot. Actually. And he goes, and 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 Joel's character goes asleep, and that is me. Like I, I go when I start watching true crime or or Funny, things like that. I didn't that, even
1: realize that's me.
0: Yeah, really, Cause because it, it, I'm he's a sniper, and it made him mm, fall asleep and life. Yeah, it makes me calm down because I think the reason I do is just because it's very, um, there it's complete storytelling. You know, there's no loose ends. You know, like when you're watching, you know couple meets in high school couple gets married right guy has a fair right <laughs> bitch gets a knife i mean it's not, <laughs> oh, you know, no. it's really simple storytelling yeah, yeah, yeah i sleep like a baby you mean like mur- like real crime yeah 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 murder stuff like id anything I you know snapped it, it was a neighborhood where you could leave the doors open yeah, okay yeah. i'm in somebody's yeah. gonna get shot in the face and you know like
1: death of a salesman you know what happened. yeah Some, it, it, a salesman's gonna die and you, you don't you? need to stay away because he's dead they're speaking of him in the past tense
0: now i didn't See the one where uh, Brian Dennehy snapped, but I saw a performance of Death of a Salesman where he came really close. Wait, that happened? I don't know. Well, he was doing a show and someone's phone rang, and he said, "For God's sake!" Yeah, really. Meltdown. But I was watching, and it was beautiful. He reaches for the phone, and then the phone in the audience rings, and you just see him do this slow take. It was like, "Mm," but he didn't snap that night. Oh my God, I didn't know that. I mean. It is really you know, when I got back to doing stand up, I wasn't familiar with the fact that people I'm better
1: than you people.
0: Uh, I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize that two things. One, because of phones, people were gonna be recording. Yes. Um, so I just had to get used to that. And then the other thing and just said this is the world. This is not I don't have a say in it. I mean some clubs some clubs go out of the way and they and they train the audience to not do that. But I went, oh, uh, oh, so this is what it's going to be. This is the world we live in now. And then the other thing was is that oh, now that everyone has a, a camera with them, that that you do make yourself accessible to take pictures with the audience, mm-hmm. which is you know very country music weird kind of thing. You mean you know? after the show? Yeah, I do it all for the fans. You know, I I've never sat at a show and said, well, I enjoyed Elvis Costello. He better take a picture with me. <laughs> You're right. It is country.
1: It's country porn and uh, comedian.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got to get a picture with him. Yeah. He's a good guy. He took a picture with me. <laughs> really? That's what that that's 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 all.
1: But it's it's different because I don't think people uh, the connection to a comedian might be a little bit different. I, well, I don't know. Seinfeld said that if you see a you see Bono in the supermarket, you avoid him. You see Seinfeld in the supermarket, you go up and talk to him because that's that's the product that he's selling. He's your comedian buddy. That's my I'd
0: be right the other way. Really. <laughs> Is that true? Like, ooh, the <laughs> Hey, there's Bono. I have
1: his fly glasses. But that, do you? Yeah. See, that's the thing. He has fly glasses and boots and shit. But he gave me.
0: Uh, uh, Wait, he? They're his? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, I don't have a pair like that. I thought you were just. No, I went to see him once with Joel Murray. Uh, I went to see the YouTubes and uh, <laughs> the YouTubes and we. I at the time now this is a long time ago. This is before Ben Stiller even had done a. I did Bono singing a song and so he left me this message and he said you uh, did it on what uh comic relief i think okay uh, maybe bono singing ymca or he's With or without you or whatever <laughs> so so i did it and um he left me a very kind message like like you know and, uh, and so we went to see them and it was Joel and i and this just arch- saying he thought it was funny yeah i love it and so i'm in a stadium did doorway did he say it's bono yes he did <laughs> I had a couple of rock stars call over really? the years and it's like yeah and and you keep the messages and then eventually. It? Nah, yeah, but I, I didn't Yeah, I guess I should have recorded it again or
1: something. I say voicemails from my dad <laughs> You just record him what on band's the- he in? <laughs>
0: He's in Iron Butterfly He's in Kings of Leon it's-, <laughs> it's weird <laughs> It's really weird You're dad- southern guys in my dad I know, I went to see uh, I, I used to direct the Kimmel show All my stories are so name-droppy but, but I went to I directed You gotta the Kimmel finish show. that Bono one but and, so, and so uh, Sonic Youth was on And my daughter came to see Sonic Youth And uh, Um, and as they're walking past us on the side of the stage, they go, Hey Bobcat, how are you? And my dad goes, I didn't know you knew Sonic Youth. And I go, Well, it was it's not your thing if your dad you know what I mean? Right. You know, I didn't want to ruin it for you. you I didn't want to go, Oh yeah, Thursday's good. Yeah, you could have ruined Nirvana too. You could have ruined the music for I think I may have, so that's why I, I didn't say anything about that that I knew Sonic Youth. So um that's, yeah, that's a funny story. Does it?
1: Francis being like Nirvana? I would like to know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure she's... Uh, you got to, because her dad died. World, so it's a little I mean, different. Like it
0: would not... be so so weird to have <coughs> things that are out of your control as part of your identity. You know what I mean? Like, Not everywhere I went, people said, your dad was that sheet metal worker, Tom you know, Right, right, right. right. Uh, it would be very strange. But so Bono, I I went to see him and I'm in the stadium doorway and 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 he says he says, "Well, you get to be a rock star pretending you're me and I I I get to be a comic pretending I'm you," which is very sweet. And then he starts walking away and he goes, "Hey, Bobcat." And he takes off the the sunglasses and he throws them to me and I catch him and I go, "Thanks, Mean Joe. And <laughs> it's such a good joke and it just went, you know what I mean? Like he's like, "What?" You know. <laughs> is that the Coca-Cola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The kid I with make the sure jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, but
1: uh, yeah. wait, what did he mean that he gets to be a comic pretending to be you?
0: I don't know. Maybe he thought he was being me. I don't know. It was, I it, thought it, he was going to go up and do an impression of you.
1: What's weird is I was <laughs> doing that. I accidentally was getting into that register the other night and I said, I sound like Bobcat earthquake <laughs> and it worked. And I was like, no matter what you do, that'll be the stick you're
0: measured by. it will be like, yeah, the well, voice. But, it, but you know that or do I should say, do you feel that way? Um, or yeah, at least be part. I'm of it. aware of it, but I mean, I'm not. I don't. You know, I perpetuated that character for so long that it doesn't bother me. Right. The only time it, it's it's sometimes it gets annoying when people do impressions, just in general, when comics do impressions of other comedians. That for some reason I always find that to be uh, really stupid <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> hey, wouldn't it be funny if Curly from the Three Stooges was an air traffic controller? It's like, yeah. <laughs> yes, it would because that was the idea when he came up with that character he was a stupid guy, yeah, like right. like you can't see past the 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 craft you right. Know? Right, right 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 so uh wouldn't it be funny if Bob Gat Goldwaite was a brain surgeon? It's like well, yes it would be He's because a funny that, character. Was, that was a character, <laughs> yes, it would be, but um you're just doing it at that but, point <laughs> but uh, a little sometimes when I'm ego surfing, I get tired of uh like if, if anyone's talking about the character or the voice or something like that i don't i don't even read it you know i right. know, it's like, it's like you know so i have noticed that um sometimes i deal with people's prejudice about that i was in police academy but but i have to say that it's funny to me it's like um you know i mean like i don't i don't have a prejudice against anyone that was in revenge of the nerds <laughs> because i never saw those movies do you know what I mean? Like, If you have a problem with me because I started in Police Academy, um, you a- watched them, <laughs> not me. you did watch them. I did like screenings <laughs> and premieres, but there were some I never saw. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, know, you can sit there and watch a police academy and go, yeah, I can't, I'm not going to get any better than that. Well, know? that's what I was going to say at the beginning of the show is if you do a club...
1: And they bill you, you – do you have a rule that they can't bill you that way? No, no, no,
0: no, no. You I, don't care? I, I don't care. I mean, I know people, that's the expectations. You know, there's a huge – when I'm on the road, the, the, the <clears throat> not a huge, but the folks that do see me, there's the, the nostalgia element, you sure. know. So I try to address it. But I, I, to be 50 years old and to still be doing this persona that you came up when you were barely out of your teens – you know, I, yeah. I I do feel bad for the folks that have a soft spot for that, but but um but I'm sorry, you they know, they want to see it. Well, but but uh, you know, I understand you may have a soft spot, but but it's also um it's just not who I am, you know. Right, right, right. So so, so uh you know, uh, I don't know how to address that. Yeah. I I guess that you know, I don't want to be like, hey, f you, but but I also. You know, the good thing is, is so a lot of these clubs I perform and the crowds are so young they never even heard of me. So, so yeah. in a weird way, uh, that's I, good, get right? start, yeah, I get to start fresh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you started, it said, uh, it said on wikipedia.com, it's .org, <laughs> isn't it, uh, that you, you started when you were 15. I don't even know what that looks like.
0: Yeah. I started doing stamp when I was 15. I got on How Letterman. Can that be true? I got on Letterman when I was 20. Where were you doing it when you were 15? Well, you had to be 18 to get into a bar when I was, that's so long ago. So, yeah, I had my brother's ID, and I would go up on, like, open mics and gong shows, and then there was actually a, a guy, Barry Crimmins, who's a comedian, and he would put Tom Kenny and I on. And then I moved to Boston when I was 18. I started doing it full time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I got on a letter when I was 20. By the time I was like in my early 20s, I was headlining in San Francisco. Wow. Yeah, People, uh, that that was in, when stand-up stood out, which I, I liked. Did you see it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw it with the guys that are in the movie and they're, the guys who have a problem with me. And it was really funny. Because <laughs> we got, got, Water? Oh, thanks. And we were laughing because we really don't have a, a problem. But the movie makes it look like... Uh, yeah,
1: it made it sound like people really hated
0: you well they did when i got on letterman when i was a kid you know and and stephen wright they perceived as as their peer but then when i moved in from syracuse and got on letterman quickly uh you know rightly so noses were bent out of shape sure but uh but we're but i think we're past that they move past it because i always
1: have the theory that the people that like really hate on other people's success tend to quit they're just cons- <laughs> they're consumed by that. They can't move past it. Well, once I was watching— I had—somebody got mad at me for doing Premium Blend. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I did Premium Blend. That's not Letterman, and it's not the 80s. No. It's the 2000s, and it's Premium Blend, which I'm not, I'm not to, you know, poo-poo it or whatever. But I remember somebody drunkenly saying to me, uh, cuz i had just moved to new york and i got premium blend i had been there 6 months and they go that's fair you've been here what 6 months like th- just like right, right to me and i was like jesus christ man
0: <laughs> Well, at least i said it to you i
1: know it but then what is he saying behind my back
0: well i i no i mean but when you rather have someone uh, you know then you then you go oh i I'm, I'm not you're not my friend like yeah, you, know I guess, you I don't guess. have to you yeah. know but um I guess you know I'm trying to think of like who I'm jealous of, and at this point in my life, I'm kind of so on my own track that that nothing really, you know. I mean, I don't see someone getting a directing gig, and I go, "Oh, I wish that was me," you Mm -hmm. know, or an acting gig, or I don't, you know, stand up as uh, a. To be really honest with stand up, I think I do a, a pretty good job when you go see me but i do know it's not what consumes me you know i'm not scribbling you know i i i write screenplays constantly mm-hmm. i don't i don't concentrate on my stand up that well <laughs> but i also know people are paying money and my working class ethics kicking in i go i got to do a show for these people sure but um, That's interesting because you did
1: retire. Uh, uh, I did
0: stop. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like people <laughs> started crying. It wasn't like when like REM quit, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I did. I did. I did stop doing it, and it just because I was really busy uh, when I directed the Kimmel show. You know, that was that's a lot of work. But you, well, you
1: found that these other types of work satisfying in the same way that stand-up used to satisfy you exclusively.
0: Oh, uh, completely, completely. Because I yeah you know making a movie is 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 um making a movie on my own terms away from the system is is so different is like stand up now if i was a a hired gun working on you know you know what i mean like if i was working like if i was Making movies for Judd Apatow and sure. getting notes and things like that, I, I would be just as miserable as I am now. Not, not, saying, not criticizing what he does, but I'm just saying I, I don't think I could work for other folks. You, know? mm-hmm.
1: you have to do it for yourself. Yeah. But that's the true expression of what you want to be doing. It, it's not just jokes in front of people. As you want to be telling stories and you want to have them be funny and you want to have them be moving and sad and it, it, it fulfills you.
0: Yeah, it's a it, making a movie. If it works, is the whole meal versus just the dessert, you know. And and doing hmm. comedy is is a little bit like just eating a cake <laughs> for forty five ah. minutes. <laughs> you make a movie, and if if people laugh or cry or, or or get mad, it's really awesome to be able to affect them. And right. And and, and when you make a um, a movie, the one of the nicer things is is people, you know when you go to do comedy you're you're sometimes performing for people that have no interest in what you do um <laughs> and when you make a movie you know uh <laughs> that doesn't matter you know they'll just walk out and go i didn't like that movie right but when you're doing a standup show and they're heckling the other night i had a i was at uh um the lost weekend in san francisco which is a video store and they have a comedy show in the basement really yeah and i went saturday night and uh, it's an open mic, and there's a guy who's heckling, and he's just he, the worst kind because he's not—he's saying stuff r- that you can almost hear, but the comic can hear, and he's saying it during the punchline, so it's derailing people. And I've noticed that. And I get up there, I've noticed you're just doing that to the people who are getting laughs. You're not doing it to the folks who aren't, you know. So, so you're com- you're uncomfortable with people getting laughs. I go. Take two minutes. I'm not going to pull you up now, but come up with a joke because you're going to come up here and you're going to tell a joke oh my god and so he you know a couple minutes went by i said okay you ready and and uh and he came up on stage and uh he tried to tell a joke and i sat there and i did the same kind of heckling to him where i was mumbling under my breath while he was trying oh my to talk god. and it's people don't understand how hard that is when someone's talking while I you're just treating, told yeah, that oh.
1: story it's worse and, it's worse and, than you suck
0: yeah and so then he uh <laughs> he gets so frustrated he runs out of the room and just leaves because <laughs> he had such a horrible time, and I walk up, I go, "I've been waiting thirty years to do that." Oh my god! And, and the and the young comedians were like, "Oh, that's great! Do you do that all the time?" I was like, "No, that's the first time I did it." You yeah, know? it was uh, it was really awesome. It was really uh, it was very cathartic. Yeah, I have to. That was like a fa- you went to fantasy camp. Yeah, I mean it was it was everything you thought that like if you gave it a mic to the heckler, they. Couldn't get a laugh, right? And they would bum out and freak out.
1: I always heard that Patrice started that way. That someone was like, "If you're so funny, why don't you?" Come oh, up
0: really? Here? And he
1: went up and destroyed. <laughs> and, and he did okay, <laughs> <laughs> or you did well for I don't know. Maybe he did, maybe he did. I'd rather tell it as folklore and say mm-hmm. that he destroyed. That just happened on the show where somebody was. Uh, I think I, I did. I did say this on the show where somebody was like whispering, like cup over. Yeah. But I could kind of hear them, and no one else knows. It's a very scary thing to me. It's like. You're the only one being distracted by it. The, the rest of the show is okay. The rest of the crowd is okay, but you're only looking at the
0: people. And people go, "Well, why don't you you plow through?" And you go, "Well, because y- you work the same way I do. That the, you know these aren't memorized scripts. It's not a. Right. a I'm not." doing a play right it's 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 like it or, or not what we're doing is uh even when we're doing material it's still kind of a living thing it's plugged directly onto them yeah so it goes you know they dictate the show basically right and so when someone's just sitting there texting and all that oh, stuff boy we sound. it's a i just think stand-up really has changed so much um it's not gotten any easier or, or harder, but the 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 way people act is is um, the good side is you go you you know people can have a podcast and then the folks that like their podcast comes out and sees them that's mm-hmm. fantastic and, you know and there's people who say well you know that's not comedy you're preaching to the converted it's like well hmm. I don't want everybody to like me. Mm-hmm. Do you know
1: what I mean? I don't. So, I can't believe you said that because the story, the punchline of the story of the people whispering, and I've mm-hmm. told this on the show before, but because you said that, I'm going to tell the punchline again. They were whispering. I was very conflicted that I said this. They were idiots. They, were, they could have been in your movie. They could have been in God Bless America playing themselves, and we would have cheered when they were, were shot in this farce. So they were being idiots and whispering to each other, and then they said they were like, it's okay, we like you. That's what they said. And you know what I said? Old angry Pete goes, "I don't care." That that and it was a big <laughs> big moment. That's it. It was like it was like an awakening. Yeah. This realization, which I think you're also saying is that like you don't need everyone to like you. I want to fill my church with my congregation. You know what of I mean? Of course you do. Why
0: <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why do I don't understand why people have a problem with that. Like right. uh, like uh uh you know, I have the ability to go over with most crowds most of the time. Sure. I'm not proud of that. That's so funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's a bad tool to have in your kit.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's the worry uh, The worry when you go. He's got a little too much road on him. Yeah. And this happens to
0: some of our oh, friends. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I I am I, uh, soaking in a road as <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, yeah.
1: You know? But at least you, you're aware of it, and you can shake it off. I've of course. come, I've like come back I, from the road, and when been I like, oh. when I
0: come to yeah, you know, uh, venues where they allow me to be me, it's it's the best. Yes, you know? then you get recharged. That's and then you fun. Come back and that's the only better. part of stand-up that's fun. You know, sometimes on the road it might happen, but not so much. It's it's the rooms where there's no expectations, where I'm just another hump that showed up that night yeah. to come do ten minutes.
1: I can't. You just said another thought straight from my brain as I say that. Uh, Expectation is is a huge enemy of comedy. That's why I fucking hate Saturday Night. I hate any any sort of. I don't even like being the headliner. Really, right? It's so f- ideal comedy situation for me. It's like the perfect baseball game. It's like I want. This is going to sound weird, but I want it to be like uh, Sunday night, some sleepy night, some video basement. In San right. Francisco, and no one thought you were you would be there. It doesn't. It's not about. It's
0: really strange oh, because you know, Robin is my good friend, yeah. and 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 I'll go out with him while he's working on an act, and and he'll stop by a venue, and the people will go nuts and give him a standing go, and and he'll work on his material, and then and he then... opens by taking
1: pictures of the crowd. I noticed, uh, 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 which I think is very. Oh really? Funny. Oh, well, so so it's he, a funny response to what you've noticed.
0: He, so he he. And then I'll go see him in a big theater that they've paid to see him. And I'll give him a standing O and stuff. But at the end of the night, they're not as thrilled as those people who just right. stumbled upon him. Right. Which is really strange to me. There's it's no like, magic. It was- it's really strange. Because <laughs> it's like you, you're you the ones that should be going out of their minds because right. you're the hardcore fans and, and right. it's vice versa. Right. Well, they. yeah, you're right.
1: I think people are applauding a lot of things in that moment. They're, pro- they're applauding – because I've seen uh, Robin drop in here. And I think they're applauding him, absolutely. It's, it's, I'm going to say it's a lo- mostly him. But then they're also – I think there's just a, a love of life in that moment. They're like,
0: this sometimes happens? You know what I mean? Like somebody that we – One of the first times I got back to the stand-up was uh, a birthday of mine and we were in Las Vegas. And my friend Tony V is a comedian. He was playing the RIV, 40 people – and we're sitting there, and in the middle of a set, I go, "Tony, bring me up," and he did, and I went up and did a set. And the mm-hmm. crowd was nice because you know they they seemed to be mm-hmm. happy that I was there. Yes, except my daughter who kept yelling, "Do the voice!" Oh no, she of didn't. She did. Of course she did. she <laughs> How did you raise this woman perfectly? <laughs> she's she's the, the whole set. Do the voice. I'm like, oh, uh, and then it? I can't say, "Hey, shut up!" Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> so, did you say that's my daughter? Uh, yeah, of that course. would I, be I, great. I go, that that's my great. daughter, and people yeah. didn't know, and they're kind of. You know, that
1: is you know. so fucking funny. So,
0: and then Robin's like, "Bring me up after." Uh, and so then Robin went up, and so we were just, in, you know, in this tiny club, and we both—I uh, mean, all three of us—just had a blast. Of you course, know? he did. And that was—that uh, was—that actually got me back on the bicycle because I actually had taken a long enough time where I was like, going, I don't know if I can get laughs anymore, which sounds ridiculous. Yeah, that a comic would think that. But way. it's funny
1: that you call it a bicycle because then you get back on it, and you're
0: like, of course I got it. It was. Five maybe seven years? I don't know. Five, six years of not doing stand-up. Is that right? Yeah, for a comic guy, I know the, 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 that's crazy, but <laughs> I'm
1: I'm at uh, when what's today? I don't know. I, I'm at I'm closing in on five days or something. Five or six days. <laughs> and uh and, and I honestly completely relate to your feeling of a six year I don't know if I can get laughs anymore. I was falling asleep last night and I wasn't snipering people. I was I literally was like, how do I open? Yeah. I don't remember what I say at the beginning.
0: Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like, people don't understand, like, comics, when they take uh, a week off, and uh-huh. they get rusty or they yes. or they think, you it's know. The only, that's what Kumail says. It's the only
1: art form where you, you lose your ability to do it after not doing it for a week. Yeah. No surgeon takes a I, maybe yeah. Maybe. Like, not, how do we do this? But yeah.
0: I, I can tell that, my, that I really am passionate about directing because I have those same kind of flop sweats. Like, before I go in and direct, I go... What if I say action? Oh that's too early. so funny. <laughs> like. that,
1: that you know what's interesting about that is is you're the director and you're the you you are the source of uh, you know you know as act, as an actor, you know the director is the is the person of reverence or whatever to a certain extent it's his place this is his production it is his place it is his production. Uh so it's so funny to hear they the humanize that a little bit and be like, he's some guy. I don't oh. mean that you don't know what you're doing, but you're nervous too. Oh, you're sure, you're afraid you're gonna go Appun. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Appun <laughs> shit. And you lose respect. Cut. And you can't <laughs> No. <laughs> I meant great. I meant kept rolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh some some that's really, really interesting to think of you being nervous that it might not might not go your
0: way. Well, or that
1: an actor might not respond to you, or, or, or I don't
0: know what yeah. the fans are. You know what's funny are? is that, that one thing that I'm really surprised about that happened, and I don't know where this happened, is that I don't mind, I'm really surprised at myself. Like, if, if, if you were doing something that was annoying, I could not, I wouldn't tell you to stop. I would just leave, or you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I really, it would take a lot to get me to speak up. Like in a movie. Exactly. Like someone. But if if um, I was surprised that that um, I can act that I have no problem giving direction to to people who are g- you know gigantic or <laughs> not gigantic. Was just, I'm surprised. Well, you had that to I direct
1: have. your friend. You had to direct Robin. Robin yeah. Green. Well, there, there he
0: goes. <laughs> the night before, I was like, "Is it going to be like, oh, let's do it one, but this time we're just going to do it really really subtle and quiet, and he's going to say." I have an Oscar. You yeah. were in Hot the Trot, right, know, right? Right. Cram it, Bob right, Scratch right, Goldfarb. Right. But he—he uh, <laughs> he was the direct opposite. He just was like you know every day. Just you know, he—he he really listened to me, and, cool. uh, and you know, I wrote another screenplay for he and I. So hopefully someday I'll go out and. Oh, make that's that. great. Yeah, that's great. Is it called Hobbit Williams, where he plays a Hobbit? <laughs> That's a bit from this show.
1: It's a bit from this show. Robin Williams. <laughs> I'm the worst offender of your, like, wouldn't it be funny if Robin Williams were a hobbit? And then I do that. <laughs> I, I. But that's – you know, that's the funny thing is I have no problem agreeing with what you're saying and also being like, but I do that. But I'm the
0: well, – but, but here's the thing. You know, Robin will say, like, people do these impressions of me and that's not it. I you do know, an impression. of have where impressions. They go, where they go, ha, 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 you know, yeah. and then I'll do an impression of him when he's serious. Like, oh, that was wonderful. You know, but I, I do <laughs> – I do, Robin. When you're, oh, that was really uh, wonderful. That was really he, wonderful. He gets really sincere, but, but he is <laughs> <That's> very sincere. <laughs> yeah, He's, yeah. He, he really is a, 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 a. I don't know. My life uh, wouldn't be as awesome if if he wasn't in it. He's been a very yeah. nice uh, big brother to me over the years. I don't even think people knew that we're we're we've been friends. You know, it's a little bit like. Uh, uh, how Wally Cox was Marlon Brando's friend. People didn't know that it's either. A- I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So Robin and I uh, have been close friends for a million years, and you do, and you remain friends.
1: Sure. Yeah. I have to think that it must be difficult to be friends uh, uh, with somebody that's so big. Like you can't go to supper.
0: It's really funny. I almost Instagrammed a photo. That's of, the other thing. We paparazzi each you know, other of, <laughs> of him. <laughs> yeah and it's just it's just the back of his head maybe I'll post it after we get done with it yeah. it's just it's just the back of his head and a million people crushing in and then you know and I'm kind of in the background getting shoved out of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like, you said, this is what it's like being <laughs> being Mork's best friend uh, Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it's a pretty funny photo um, I loved his quote when he, when he was
1: talking about winning the Oscar and he was like I thought it would change my life and then like two weeks later it was back to hey Mork
0: oh, oh by the way <laughs> That's today. Yeah. That it's so funny. Like people talk about, like, oh, you know, your police academy. So, you know, people don't recognize me. I'm shocked that that like, you know, this this just recently when I saw him. Uh, people still will go mark, but that's that's the Seinfeld supermarket. Thing. It's the funniest thing. They
1: go. It's the intimacy. you in are are their their But I it's know. like
0: because because we're expecting people to be a little bit more on the ball. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. What are you going to yell, Sean? They Isn't go, that
1: his character from Good Wonder?
0: Yeah. They,
1: they go, <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. Not you, too, Sean. They go, Robbie Williams.
0: It's not your fault. It's not your. It's not your fault. Did
1: he see? I'm sorry to. I, I won't do this anymore, but no, I have no, one question fine. about Robin Williams oh, yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Did he yeah. see the episode of Family Guy where everyone morphs into Robin Williams?
0: Um, There's an episode
1: where the plot is I'm Robin sure Williams I'm sure he's heard of it. Lives.
0: Yeah. I don't know if he's seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes he'll, he'll ask me, he goes, are, they, are these people being nice or are they fucking with me? And I'll, and I'll give him, I'll say, oh, they're being assholes or I'll say, you you know. I'm you, actually not positive. Because we're all thin skinned, you know what I mean? Yeah. I always think it's really funny just like um when someone would go What would it be like if Bobcat Goldthwait was my GPS? Ah. <laughs> and, and, here's, well well here's how it'd be it'd be uh, like uh um hey uh, you gotta take a you gotta take a right up there. <laughs> that that's what it'd be like. <laughs> Where's the eighties <80s> button? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's super funny. Um I, I'm not above it. I know that's how people have fond memories. I do bust it out when uh, it's acquired, I, but I I, I, act, you know, I don't pursue it. That's yeah. the thing. I'll say that. I can, like I like when I do cartoon voices, I always do that voice. You know, when, yeah. they, when they ask for it, I, sure, I'm not sure. above anything.
1: Well, you know, see, this is how I was going to try to relate to you. And it's going to sound like uh, I'm being braggy or name dropping or whatever. But it, people, when I go to a club and they say the E-Trade baby is here because I do the voice of the E-Trade baby. It it kind of breaks my heart when people yell, do the voice. So we're do the voice. Oh, really? Oh, we're that's do the great. voice brothers. You know why it breaks my heart, though? If my voice was so dramatic as 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 your character voice, I would probably do it. But, like, I just start talking. But and, it's your and voice. They're, yeah, and they're just like, boo. Like, people get so disappointed. That's like
0: when I go and they'll go – uh I'll tell a story, and in the story, I'll do the voice that they are asking for. Yes. In that story. Yes. And then five minutes later, it's always a drunk woman. Do the voice! And it's like, I just did it in Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But yeah. you didn't
1: do it in the coin-operated way that we wanted you to.
0: To do catchphrases. Dance. I mean, that's why people were upset with Clint Eastwood uh, when he was at the Republican Convention, because because he wasn't supposed to do a bit. He was supposed to go up there... And just say I'll be back. You know, he was supposed to say, <laughs> right, make right, my right, day. Right, he was just right. supposed to do his catchphrases, and then right. everyone cheers. And yes. and then and uh, I was very disappointed with uh, the progressive media how hard they came down on him as if he was senile and stuff. Right. I mean, I don't agree with anything he believes in. You right. know. Although he did say, you know, he's the only one I saw uh, criticize uh, our involvement in Afghanistan. So how 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 hardcore Republican is he? Right. But um, but but he did a bit. For this audience, and mm-hmm. it killed with that audience. Right now, everyone else is like, "He's insane! He's a doddering idiot! He's talking to a chair!" It's like, no, right. dope. It wasn't for you, man. Right, you know, right, right. and it and it killed for the people he was yeah. supposed to be. I mean, he's a brilliant filmmaker. He's not a doddering idiot. So that really annoyed me. You know, that's very
1: interesting. That's but it's just like it's,
0: it's it gets boring that like if you vote one way, you're supposed to just cr- jump on and bash the other party and not have any thought. You know, right. it's
1: so boring. It's like, it is so boring. ridiculous. It's homogenized. Which you don't like.
0: No, and I think that, you know, it's like people will get, you know, I, people who are upset with the movie or me is really funny, you know. It's like this guy just, you know, just he's a liberal scum. <laughs> it's, uh... like, it's like, also just like, uh, who, uh, are you – like like it's a
1: witch hunt. Well, they do that with Michael Moore too. There, there's going to be a movie called Bobcat Goldthwaite Hates America, I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, no, I think I made it. <laughs> it was all
1: right. It was all you know, so, well, right. That could have been the other title, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cram it. What I, what I thought was interesting – Cram it USA. <laughs> I thought it was really funny – or interesting, rather. When they go to the movies – they have posters for three of uh, three movies that I really love, and I have to think that's deliberate.
0: Oh, that w- well, there was two things behind it. Those are the folks I've worked with. They hadn't bought the movie yet, but they ended up buying it. But I put those movies up because I'm like, why are they at a dock? So I thought, I'm going to make this a movie that should... Uh, a a theater, theater that plays that documentaries. documentaries so. I love
1: documentaries, first of all, but it was yeah. Food, Inc., Jesus Camp, and Man on Wire. Yeah. Was, uh, I-, I thought that was a little nod from you to be like, you love those
0: movies. Well, I do. I do, I do love those movies, but I also thought it, it would make sense that, that you know, because why they're watching this movie about vietnam in the middle of the day you know and uh, yeah and uh you know that that you know i it, that was even worse before what i had written in there What you because well, the kids in the theater were watching the vietnamese movie and there's you know um oh they're being racist no it was like you know you see these children being napalmed and they're naked and and they're going i could see your cooch you know uh-huh. and <laughs> I That's, just realized yeah. I was gilding the lily way too much. You know what's interesting about that scene, and to go back to the talking in the movie scene, mm-hmm. is that like – Oh, what happened was I thought that that would be a reason to be killed in this world. Right. I didn't – I just wanted it to be that they weren't They weren't acting right. Right. I, I didn't want it to be about uh, – Oh, I get uh, it. I didn't want it to be about who they w- were as people.
1: I get it. Know. Well, what's what's weird about that in that scene is that my death fantasy starts so much earlier. You know what I mean, but I wouldn't. I don't think it would be a satisfying movie if the cab driver who won't stop uh, sucking through his teeth gets shot. You know what I mean. <laughs> but I'm in the back. You're goddamn right. Being like, I want to fucking steal this cab and run you over with it. Well, again, nice person. I, I it's mean, a gross and, town.
0: and what has to happen in in God Bless America is the wheels have to fall off. Obviously, you can't just go around. I mean, that's not the answer. We know that. Or, right. or you know, so so there's folks that you know. Don't like that movie, but there's you know there's folks that wish I would just keep making Shakes the Clown. There's people that think Shakes right. the Clown's a huge bomb. They oh. hate it. You know, I, I really just kind of have to go out and make my own movies. And
1: when City, you City Heat people, I'm sure want you to do more. You
0: were telling me, that yeah.
1: you had that thing at the Comedy Store. Uh, what was it? The they had an anniversary.
0: <laughs> You're telling Again, me. I'm part of the machinery. But I know, a- but that I don't want you to think I did
1: write that down, and then I was like, What is this, an expose? But, uh, you know, Joel does say it's not nice to laugh at someone who's not all there. Yeah. And then I just wrote down Windy City. But then I was like, That's, that's not the show I'm doing. I'm not accusing you. I think that's a very valid, you know. But it's your own point. See, that's what I, I love and I celebrate because you can agree with. Joel, in that moment, you wrote that moment, right. and also have done. Be the guy, Windy yeah. city.
0: And and I and I agree with that. I'm not I'm not copping out. I sure. am I am asking in the movie and in life. You know, where am I going? Am I part of the problem? Right. Part of the solution? And and by the way, uh, um, these are choices I make every day. That's what I'm saying. Every day, and sometimes you you you, you, you that, know. that's what I've, i i just start i 'm sorry no no, no, but i mean that 's the reality of it every day i 'm like, oh well, am I going to do x, y and z and i I could get a house and I could- not be fifty and renting in the valley, or am I going to do this continue on this path where there is no <laughs> There is no insurance. There is nothing, you know. That's so funny. But we all know every time you take that big giant leap, it always pans out. But it's it's it doesn't get any easier. That's really interesting.
1: So, you is that what you're doing? You're you're renting and suffering or sacrificing for <laughs>
0: your art? I wouldn't say suffering, but but it would <laughs> sacrificing. be sacrificing. It would be nice to be fifty and own property. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But 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 on the other hand, I I, I uh, you know I'm an, I'm a weird situation. Like I'll. You know, I'll, I'll have an idea, and then uh, and then my wife will go, "Oh, aren't you going to do that?" And I go do it. You yeah. Know, who does that? Nobody. Right. Well, you well, know, we- the Bigfoot movie all came about with uh, last year around this exact time. I just decided to go around and look at all the major uh, sightings uh, 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 sites, mm-hmm. and I put fourteen hundred miles on my car in California. Are and they? Then, are there any nearby? The, uh, uh, we live in a Bigfoot state. Uh, uh, that, well, the c- closest, if you really want to get exciting, is the Sierras and then and Santa Cruz and stuff like that. But but I've been um, so so I I actually. Uh, uh, you know, and then a few months later, I thought, oh, I wanted to do this kind of movie and that kind of movie, and and I'll go do this Bigfoot thing right now. And and I, there's a musical that I've been working on for years with Ray Davis of the Kinks, and that's <laughs> my dream project. But that costs more money than than anything I've ever done because it's going to be sets and and stuff. So <laughs> I was one of the. Uh... <laughs> I'm mean, one of the few uh, heterosexual men uh, rooting for uh, Les Mis to do really well, so it helped ah. so <laughs> my, <so> <laughs> my musical get going. That was very funny. But
1: I, I, I was just, again, talking to TJ, uh, my friend TJ, about this last night, was that um, people don't get to live like animals anymore, and it, and it contributes to our unhappiness. And what you just described to me, and I mean this in a good way, it is closer to an animal existence, meaning... An animal finds fulfillment in that he wakes up and he has to find his food that day. You know what I mean? So I think your artistic pursuit seems to mirror that a little bit more. You wake up, you think of something and you go after it as opposed to just the cacophony of bullshit that I think can make people maybe own property but be unhappy.
0: Well, I know that that on a given day when I'm unhappy, it's usually because I'm just reacting. You have to be here at X o'clock and you have to do this and you have to call that person back and you have to do the uh, uh, responsibilities, Mm -hmm. not responsibilities by the way that are like um Family and things like that, because I think that the responsibilities that you keep up with your family and friends is, is actually the only thing at the end of the day that that defines who you are mm-hmm. so so but when when i 'm realizing when i 'm only reacting to things and i 'm not actually doing what I kind of want to do, not in a selfish way, but when I go today i 'm going to write x amount of things i don 't I know i don 't have a good day, you know mm-hmm. I just don 't so. What is what is a happy day then?
1: When you get to be creative and
0: I I love being in, in production. I love I love I love when I finish a new screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, I also like time uh I even at this point I, I still really enjoy time with my jerk kid after all these years. <laughs> oh that's so great. That's actually see
1: that's something that I again uh it's been on my mind lately is the idea of family. Dana Gould uh, talked about needing somewhere to put your love. Uh, and you don't want to get old and have no family and no wife and no kids because you just become this weird guy, especially comedians, that is only inward. You know what I mean? So there's no flow to your life. There's no river. You're just a pool. And I'm adding words to his thing. But I'm just saying you have family. It's actually a pretty poignant moment and a beautifully shot moment when he goes to the tower to get diagnosed uh, in uh, God Bless America, then he's sitting on the floor, or I believe someone yeah, asked yeah, yeah. says, do you have any family? And he says, no. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Uh, family being important is kind of what I took yeah. out of that moment. But you as a comedian, and as, and I mean this in a good way, an insane creative person like myself, Who's always driven. You're writing down weird things, scribbling on napkins, probably waking up in the night and writing
0: stuff down. So you're, you're one of us. And it never makes any sense. And it never makes any sense Tom ever. Kenny had the best one. He goes, I-, I got this Yoko Ono's Timeless Chestnuts. Does that, does that mean anything <laughs> to you? So I go, dude, I have no idea where you're going with Can that. I
1: tell you, I just for the first time in my life had one that did make sense. And it made me laugh in my sleep and I woke up and I drew the cartoon. It was an idea for a single panel cartoon and it's a man dressed as a mascot and it has like googly eyes above his head. Do you understand? Right. <laughs> so his face is here and his eyes are up here and he's sitting across from a woman on a date and she's uh, – I don't know if it's important but she has big boobs. And she's looking at his eyes on the mascot head. <laughs> And he's saying, my eyes are down here. (laughs) That came in a dream? It was in a dream, and it made me laugh really, really hard. That's really great. At least it makes sense. You know what I mean? I was like, there's a joke. I mean, my joke mind in my sleep is improving. But
0: I think having a joke that actually makes sense when you're sleeping is the equivalent of, like, when you realize, hey, this dream's different. It's in color. Yeah, that's funny. It's very weird. Like, yeah, I've had jokes that – I've cracked jokes – in, uh, <clears throat> and, and dreams, and it only makes it seem way more vibrant and real. Yeah, it's not that? That's really so weird.
1: weird. They usually make absolutely no sense, but it, it, I, I do have dreams that I'm killing sometimes. I
0: have dreams that I'm bombing other times. Do you really? Yeah, it's a nice So dream. So stand-up is still like school to you, like where, you, you that know... That I have dreams about it. Yeah, like, like when you were a kid and you would dream that you went to school and then you'd wake up and you had to go to school.
1: My dream... My, they're often like uh I'll I'll dream I'm looking at my set list and I don't I don't recognize any of the bits. <laughs> it's an anxiety dream. It's like the uh Chestnut's Yoko Ono's perfect chestnuts I go up and I'm like ah.
0: So what do you uh we've spent a lot of time talking about my life and, and how <laughs> No, no that's not it's supposed to be. And how this awesome is. it is. No, but I'm interested in this like What would be, what would you like to do with your career? What, where would you, are you having that now or would you like to be in films or have a show or what would you, what would be, you know?
1: I mean, uh, what's very vulnerable and hard to admit, especially since we might hear by the time that this show is released, which is insane for me, is that I I would love to have my own show. And right now we're waiting to hear from TBS if I'm going to have my own show, which is like a talk show, like a half hour late night show.
0: Now, is that what you've always been interested in or is that just seemed like it made sense?
1: here's why it, 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 yes when I was a kid I remember did being you have very your, young did you have your own
0: talk show when you were a kid oh yeah I'd
1: have a boombox and I'd interview my friends and I'd do bits and stuff and we didn't have <laughs> a, a camera and then I remember being like 15 years old and going to the bookstore in Harvard Square and being like do you have a biography of David Letterman which didn't exist. Like I just wanted to read like how did he do that? Like it made no sense well, to then, me. Well then then you will do that. I mean it, it, even if this one doesn't pan out, that's where you'll end up. I appreciate that. It just seems but so that's great. it seems so electric to be like I'd really like that. And and you know I'm mature enough to know that if it doesn't go it'll be something else. But yeah, I want my own show and then and then the the Steve Martin model of doing stand up and being in films is of course, I shouldn't say of course, but that is something I like to do. You people don't know you want to do it until you kind of declare it, maybe, but uh, yeah, that's that's absolutely what I like.
0: But to the do. folks, is, you know, it took me a long time to realize this is what I like doing, you know. Yeah. And and I should have known twenty twenty five years ago. I used to look at a movie poster and 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 st- instead of seeing who was in it or even what it was about, I went right to who it was written the, and directed interesting. by. Interesting. So that uh, obviously that's what I had in mind. It you was know? planted I, in you. And even as a little boy, my heroes were were Mel Brooks, you know, who would who would you know, make, you know, like uh, Young Frankenstein and then he would come on a talk show and he'd rip it up on the talk show. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, I like the, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to do.
1: That's really interesting. Yeah, you know, I I would just like to be in a
0: place where
1: I am the thing. I know that sounds egotistical, but what I mean is my... I, if I have an idea for a sketch, we do the sketch. If I have an idea for a joke, we do the joke. If I have an if I, and then I like talking to people, so we get to do that as well. But then it's me. It's, it's the Bill Hicks quote. He says, less jokes, more me sort of thing. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm going for. I want it to be something where I'm, where I get to be myself. When I go out for roles, uh, in TV shows, if it's like a series regular or the lead or whatever, I'm like, I don't really want to be Todd, the guy who works at Staples. I don't really want to do that. I want to be Pete. So yeah. like, Either I, I want it to be a character that's very similar to me or an environment where they'll start making it more and more similar
0: to me. But you'll do that because you are you are talented, you are funny, and you know what you want to do. So I like that's the great. turn this has taken. No, but, I mean, that's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, look, uh, I don't know if you've ever read tweets about me, but I'm famous for blowing the host <laughs> That's what people always complain about. That's why. Oh, I'm, just to, I'm just trying to get a job. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> that's no, no, no. But I think that's what I'm, I have to say, like, uh, I work, besides working for uh, Kimmel, you know, I, I used to direct on the Chappelle show a little bit, and I, I've done a bunch of that, you know? And yeah. And, uh, well, what's
1: funny. Chappelle's is, is one of the things in in the pitch, and my idea was like it's like a talk show but with more chappelle sort of stuff where hosts typically don't play other characters. Carson right. did. But I want to do that sort of stuff and have it merge into one sort of thing that can be whatever we want it to be sort of thing. Uh, continue, though. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I just no. thought it was interesting that you mentioned that.
0: No, but I think like people um... – <clears throat> you know so so i do i i, I like working with funny people yeah. uh i speak their language i i love being the buffer between them and the grown ups i love you that know? people always think like comics are like monkeys that like like, oh, then he's going to come out here and do what he does. And, and, and they don't. They don't want that. They would love to have someone help him with a good line or, right, or, or, right. or 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 listen and laugh and this and that. You know, we're not, not insane, right, you know? Right. And I really – I found it really, really frustrating. You That's know? interesting. So
1: you, uh, how, what, what was it like on Chappelle's show? Was that super – fun i mean was it fun I, working with I dave
0: did, i worked there for a few months i really liked dave a lot and and uh he has to be
1: like us that it, he needs
0: it was really funny i i something. truly can say that that this was a prediction i really said that i could see him leaving was when i left really uh, yeah because 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 it was a combination of a lot of things but but i remember once um the uh commie central executives came they were on the floor of the sound stage uh, we were filming something and they asked me to ask dave not to say the word nigger
1: because mm-hmm. <laughs> they said that he was saying
0: it too much <laughs> <laughs> and so i had to go dave the commie central executives don't want you to say nigger so much and dave's like bobcat what did you say pshaw you know like <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, and it was beautiful because they were super uncomfortable because I said it out loud Uh, and and they kind of (laughs) laughed. (laughs) But
1: so they could hear all that.
0: Oh yeah, they heard you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't go up and whisper it. I actually, you know, said it across the floor.
1: (laughs) it was terrible. (coughs) I got to get some antibiotics. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's a great way to wrap it up. Well, let me, let's do the speed round. Ra- First of all, you're wonderful. This has been such a, such a easy show for me. Well, well right back at you. Uh, well, I, I'm happy to hear you say that. But like, it's been fun just, just uh, listening and uh, letting you go. And uh, that's such a delight for me. Let me give you the speed round, Bono. <laughs> we already covered that. Three movies. Right fast. Sasquatch. We didn't really cover the Sasquatch movie. Maybe we well,
0: that, that's got a whole- I'll come back when it's out.
1: Okay. Sm- uh, smells like vagina when you're born.
0: <laughs> your, your, your daughter probably smelled like your wife's vagina, or your the own. lesser known Nirvana album.
1: <laughs> that's what it was originally yeah, called. That's what well, it that's that's called. the next thing, actually. Naked story. Why were you lowered naked? I'm a huge Kurt Cobain. Oh,
0: because they they had that. Then, they he. <laughs> It was midnight New Year's Eve and (laughs) and, uh, Bill Graham had just passed away. I guess he used to come flying out on something during Grateful Dead would play the Oakland Coliseum. So Uh we're in the Oakland Coliseum. It's Nirvana. And uh, so I repelled a nude with the in utero utero wings on (laughs) and a hat because I'm like, I don't mind people seeing my my love handles and my cock, but uh, not my balding pate. You know, my vanity kicked in. (laughs) So Wait, what is Pate? Oh uh, the the top of my head. So 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 I uh I repelled in at midnight and um and uh nobody would kiss me. I know that. When you're nude at midnight, and then and there's a great photo I've I, I gotta find it where it's just Kurt standing there and I'm naked behind him oh, <laughs> walking God. around. It's a really nice photo. But um I love that so much. But yeah, I, 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 I've told this a bunch and it was just I met Kurt and Chris with uh it was before David joined the band and, and I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan. That was it. And Kurt was a fan of my standup, which people, it's like, you know, finding out that, you know, Jimi Hendrix really loved Buddy Hackett, you know, you're like, what? But, but, but he, he knew my stand up really well and wanted to interview me and interviewed me on a college radio station. He did? Yeah. And he gave me a copy of Bleach and I was like, well, you know, good luck, you know, Hey, keep rocking and rolling you kids. You know, it was just, you know, it was terrible. And then, so and then, uh yeah, and then I ended up opening for them and touring with them as a, like an MC. But sometimes I did stand up and stuff, and and well,
1: you'd uh, kind of you'd you'd uh, get the crowd ready, and no, and sometimes lots them.
0: of times they'd hate me and stuff, but I didn't sure. really care. I wasn't at that phase in my act or life. I wasn't like, going oh, I'm going to win over these people that came to see Nirvana. I mean, yeah. I used to say horrible things and make them want to kill me. You know, the first night it was. Uh, Michael Jordan had retired from basketball. Oh yeah, it's all, yeah. yeah, and I, and I, and and I said, hey, you know, forty million dollars in Chicago, forty million dollars a year, I'd shoot my own dad in the fucking head. <laughs> oh,
1: and no.
0: and by the way, that's not the kind of thing I, I do now on stage, and I'm not, and and I, and, I, and I feel bad for it, you know, and that's sure. not a nice thing to say to Michael Jordan's family and stuff, but I think like, you know, you work and live in a vacuum and you think that these things don't affect people but they all it all comes back to most people and, right. it, and it does hurt so uh i yeah. try not to be that person anymore but i retold the story so i'm not that much but i was trying to show an example of old bob behavior that's
1: crazy this que- this this question that you popped into my brain is crazy do you give any credence to the thought that kurt was murdered
0: no no not at all because because he he was you know very depressed you know he's my time around him I didn't spend a ton of time with him but on the road I, I actually there was a couple nights where he and I stayed up to, you know just talking um But I I feel that like that he was a very sad guy, you know, and I I think I think I think, you know, I think that just as simple as 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 there's 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 plumbers who are predisposed to to being manic Mm depressives and and suicidal that, that he he had this thing, you know, and and. When he did die, I wasn't shocked, you know. He had tried to kill himself a little bit before that. So, you know, I, in fact, when the call came, I knew what it was, it was uh, without anyone saying it because it was 4 o'clock in the morning. I got a call from a mutual friend and knew that's why they called me, you know. Interesting. I, a
1: friend that you and Kurt shared. It wasn't just like some yeah, sort of yeah. So I knew immediately. Psychic moment.
0: No, no, no. But I, I uh, you know, I, I, I. Chris shows up in World's Greatest Dad, and I just reached out to Dave for a, a thing. So I, I have a little. I don't have much contact with those guys anymore, but they're very sweet. We had a it was a mm-hmm. nice time.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, good speed round keeps going. Porn. Remember, I jerked off today.
0: <laughs> I'm very excited for you. I'm very excited. Well, well, I think that's one of the reasons why I loved your movie. Was it like a sorbet to clear the uh, – <laughs> a mental
1: sorbet? No. Uh, it, I woke up knowing it was going to be a jerk-off kind of day. Um, <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been very social lately. It's been a while since I had just like a, oh. a flag in Pete Island where I was just like this is just going to be me watching a movie. I love drawing the blinds and watching a movie. I do not give a shit about wasting a beautiful day. It's Los Angeles. They're all beautiful. But I woke up and I was like,
0: Perfect.
1: I'm interviewing Biocat at four. I'm going to
0: watch a movie and rub one out,
1: and that was... <laughs> no, it was more like masturbate, masturbate, watch the movie,
0: masturbate. That's, wow. that's what happened. How old
1: are you? I'm 33. Yeah.
0: Well, live it up. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly I'm Mr. Roper. I don't know why I'm like...
1: <laughs> live it up. <laughs> I'm not living it up. That's why I think the movie uh, uh, resonated to me, because I was so... It, like it's a lonely. It's it's a, it's a byproduct of loneliness. And yeah. I don't say lonely, and and I'm not like being critical of myself. I'm like, oh, I need to rid myself of loneliness. I'm just saying I'm human, and sometimes I'm like, oh, it'd be nice if someone was here. And then masturbating is kind of addresses that a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, you know, at the end of, at the end of the day, most of the screenplays I, I write, loneliness is a, a, a theme well, that's or something. Perfect. In it. You know, so so I don't. I you know, maybe, you know, I'm pro- possibly some of the newer screenplays don't have that. But, um... Yeah. You know, I, I don't know I just keep writing them
1: I hadn't even seen the movie but knowing the premise of the movie I was like this is going to be perfect and, and then and then it very much was the opening shot where he's laying on the bed and he says I hate my neighbors I was like I'm, w- I'm wearing noise cancelling earphones <laughs> so I won't hear my neighbor I'm watching a movie about wearing a earphones about a guy and I'm like
0: oh my god uh, I'm c- going to the cacophony people. of stupidity that comes uh, yes. pouring through that wall is absolutely soul crushing so funny but that's from uh, yeah you don't write that uh, living in a uh, 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 McMansion you write Right. You write that. You write that. When uh, I had a, I had a. Uh, not long ago, I had a nice little apartment, and uh, it was uh, in the. So yeah, I mean, well, you're in the world.
1: Here's, yeah, you're hearing shit. It's, I, I don't. I bring this up from time to time, and I, I don't do it ironically. Sinbad said, "Comedians are funnier when they take the bus."
0: Yeah, and well, it's true. Um, I, I, Stephen Wright is the guy who. Um, who was one of the guys I started with, and and, and he said that. You know, he would say, um, you know, it's <coughs> important to have a, a, a normal life, you know, so you have something to draw from. Yeah. You know, because he, out of all the comics that I got started with, was the guy who had outside interests. You know, when you're first starting, or when you're, we get in this weird tunnel vision where it's just, you know, just all we do is eat and breathe and drink comedy. You know mm-hmm. I mean? That's all you talk about. That's all you're with. That's, I, I think it's, Unfortunately, part of m- learning how to be a comic, you know, it's some sort of like being a trade or, you know, um, our apprenticeship, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of, I, I miss. But he would go out and do stuff. Right? Yeah. He, he had would, a he life. Would, he'd encourage you. Well, he plays guitar. He, yeah, but he had like, you know, he'd like art and movies and, yeah. and, and paint and, and stuff like that. Right. But, but, but I, um, and it's so funny because people, were, oh, you two guys, like we were the big weirdos. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 uh, but but I think um, it is fascinating when how, how driven you have to be. I, I feel like I missed a chunk of my life um, that I that I had to learn later on. You know that where you learn about uh, everything. You know, because I was a teen getting out, being on television. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. really weird. Yeah. And nobody said, "Oh, here's a young comedian," you know. It wasn't how Letterman brought me out. It was more like, you know, this is one of the weirder guy- guy right, comedians right, right. or something your like that. Your weirdness
1: uh, superseded you. Your it's years. funny. I
0: just uh, I just wrote a thing where there's a comedian watching um, he forces a hooker to watch him on evening at the improv and he's sitting there mouthing the words oh that's so wait what did you, you saw this <laughs> no i just wrote it oh, that's I just, so funny it's I, so sad he's sitting there mouthing the words along and she's like because she, he's upset that a hooker didn't recognize him."
1: that's so funny <laughs> i recently i shouldn't the point of the story is that i told a girl never to tell i had i had a girl over and uh, somebody that I go out with, or whatever, and we were going out, and I, I was like, uh, "You should see how fat I was. Uh, I used to be fatter." and I, I was like <laughs> and my before picture is my first Conan and she was like oh I didn't know that and then I was like oh I had my computer and I was like here it is and it's, we started watching my first Conan I'm like see how fat I am and then I'm just like this is a great bit <laughs> like, I just like I just like started watching it and I was like and then I was like this is my second Conan look how
0: look at look Our, at the shirt you, where'd I, you go
1: I, I where'd you go I mean, she should have laughed, but she yeah. was a sweetheart and, and didn't, and I really appreciate it. But I've heard horror stories of guys going on dates and then making the girls watch uh, their shit, and I became that person. It was for fat, though. It was the, for
0: fat. It's the modern version of You're So Funny. Oh, you saw the show? Which one? You know, That's right. It's the, it's the digital age version of that joke.
1: The street joke of There Was a Murder, We Were at Your Show, or... Uh, <laughs> What is it? It's the police come to it. Someone is murdered at a comedy club, and they talk to the MC, and they go, "Someone was murdered at your show last night. And we want to ask you a few questions." And they go, "Which show? The eight or the 10? <laughs> oh my
0: well, god! Well, there's a uh, uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> And uh I wrap up with this one there's a uh Robin told me this street joke, and it's about um a guy learns to be a brain surgeon <laughs> and and he's he's going to do his first operation, and and there's another uh the older doctor's watching over him, and in the middle of the surgery the 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 patient dies, and the the older doctor says, you know, he says, "Don't take it so bad. it's not like it was a movie."
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny that's very funny that's no. perfect
0: so that's about it and one more street <laughs> joke my favorite street joke I want to hear your favorite street joke we have to talk about God at the end the uh, Bobo the, the clown <laughs>
1: tell me the Bobo the clown joke
0: the guy guy goes into the psychiatrist and he says I can't stop thinking about committing suicide there's, the, there's the, uh, everything I think about Just the, there's no joy in this world I just want to die and the doctor says listen Before you commit suicide, the circus is in town. I want you to go see this clown there. His name's Bobo the Clown. Now you go see Bobo the Clown and then you tell me that there's no joy in this world. And the guy says, I am Bobo the Clown. Oh my god. (laughs) You just made
1: my dick take a left.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am I am am Bobo Bobo the the Clown. clown. (laughs) Oh, uh, no! oh,
1: no! <laughs> the water just went cold in the shower. I fell for that hook, line, and secret. I was
0: like, um, I bet this is one of those uh, long jokes, because then no. he has to go yeah, and yeah, see Bobo. No. What's
1: it going to be? <laughs> I was trying to guess it's the hair of that the joke. Dog.
0: I mean, uh, 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 yeah. That's, uh, I, that's incredible. I love that joke. I well, am Bobo the clown.
1: My favorite street joke when I was a kid was two old ladies driving a car, and the woman in the passenger seat said you're driving a little fast, you should slow down. And the woman in the driver's seat said, am I driving? That was my favorite (laughs) joke. That was my favorite joke growing up. When I heard that joke, I couldn't believe that that was a joke. I couldn't believe it. I also, speaking of clown jokes, love the one where the guy goes and he gets insulted. I'm not I'm – not, it takes t- 10 minutes. He gets insulted by a clown. You've probably heard this. Mm-mm. He's a little kid. goes to the circus and he's insulted by this clown. He's in the front row. Of the spotlight is on him and he's like, look at this kid. And he embarrasses and humiliates the kid. Everyone laughs and points at him. Make that part as bad as you want when you tell this joke. So then the kid devotes his life, like Batman, to becoming a clown. And uh, he goes – this is my little addition. He goes to clown college and majors in comebacks and all this sort of stuff. He just becomes so razor sharp, the perfect wit, that he can go back when this clown comes back into town. It takes him 20 years. And the clown is still working and he comes back into town and it's perfect. It's the moment that he's lived for. He's sitting in the front and he sits in the same seat and the clown comes over to this guy. He doesn't know he's trained in clownery. And he's like, look at this guy. Look at this guy. And the guy stands up and goes, fuck you. You clown. <laughs> <laughs> that's it.
0: That's,
1: that's, that's it. the fuck you clown joke. <laughs> let's get you out of here. I also have to go. Um, I mean, I, why, do we, why, why qualify it with that? Right. I just want you to know that we both need to get out of here. Kicking the tires. Your, boy, your daughter's boyfriend. Robin shaved his dick. Move assassin. <laughs> oh, movie assassin. Neighbor. Family. Suicide. Three seconds. Yeah.
0: I think we uh, hit it all. I think we hit it all, yeah. So uh, I'm on Instagram, so I've joined the uh, uh, the new millennium. What's your name? Oh, it's just Bobcat Goldthwait. All one
1: word. I will add you. I'm Pete Holmes with an S on Twitter with a Z, hmm. just to keep it confusing, just
0: to, just to lose the, the
1: <laughs> yeah, cross pollination. I, yeah, I, I can't have people on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> They're so much better. You're supposed to. We're, you already mentioned that you're an atheist, mm-hmm. and we'll, we we can keep this real quick <laughs> or not. Um, but the idea is, that is is to close on God every time, basically. You said you're an atheist. Yeah, I know you were raised Catholic. Yeah. Do you remember when you were like, "This isn't for me"? Or is it?
0: You know what it was? It's just that a lot of guys that I grew up with um, all started turning. Like we all kind of went from from believing to agnostic to atheist, and I think it was around the, all the same time. You know, and and. Um, my atheism doesn't come out of a bitter place. Um, I, it's, it's a little bit more comforting for me because without this idea, I, I have to uh, be responsible for my actions and before uh (laughs) if i acted inappropriately i could ask for forgiveness or you know i mean and and now it's like now i have to grow up and be responsible for the way i am you know with or without an afterlife i mean that shouldn't really affect how i act on a given day Mm -hmm. um but it doesn't you know and i'm also i find that um I'm not a fan of fanaticism on any level, whatever you are, atheist or Christian or, or you know, whatever. When you take it to an extreme and and, and, and kind of force your opinions on other people, um, I, I, I don't have much patience for that. Mm-hmm. So,
1: no, does it not concern you or are you pretty much like – because you said you, you leave yourself open to some of the what ifs. So you die. Right. And then uh, – Surprise surprise, but it's me for some reason <laughs> in a white tuxedo, and i'm like i was uh, I was God visiting you that day and, I, I, <laughs>
0: and, and you but but I just want to know
1: how shocked are you if that happens
0: how shocked um extremely shocked but but not <laughs> well, that's
1: the fun that's why we filmed
0: it that, yeah, it's the ultimate uh hidden uh, <laughs> camera um <laughs> No, but it's his I, old camera. I would hope to think that if there was a deity, a higher power, a, a a universal person, thing, whatever, guiding this world, that he's he or she or it wouldn't be petty and go, "You didn't believe in me." Wah. Yeah. You're going to hell. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh I I, I That was, is one of the weirder hinges of, of
1: religion that, that troubled me as a as a religious youth was I was like, it's weird how much God seems affected by That God's our... a bitch.
0: <laughs> God is the
1: ultimate bitch.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: see, <laughs> but, see, God is you me? mean that he's so sensitive? Yeah. That he's portrayed as so sensitive? Yeah, he's like, yeah. That we've turned him into a bitch.
0: Yeah. I, I just feel that so <laughs> much has been done... Uh, in the name of religion, that is so uh, horrible that that um, it 's very hard to uh, support it you know? complete agreement also
1: when you have uh you know pain and suffering and all these things in the world, you talk about a God governing the world and overseeing it, but then you know the idea of uh, of a God that isn 't uh, all-powerful, orchestrating everything necessarily. If we can get the idea of a man watching us out of our heads, the idea of some sort of creator also, just like the vaguest notion of God. No, because
0: I, I have a hard time with that, <clears> just because <throat> of uh, uh, because of the way things go down. You know, it's I, I can't go. Well, it's that's God's will, and you just don't need to know. But it's like, mm, really, AIDS baby, really, you know. Yeah. I'm my the thing that keeps me from uh, scratching an itch with a 38 really ends up being at the end of the day, the fact that uh, and I quote the late great Fred Rogers, you know, whenever there's a tragedy, uh, uh, just like the other day, you know, uh, when those kids were shot in, in preschool and uh, or, or second, third grade, mm-hmm. whatever was, second grader you know, and Fred Rogers said, whenever there's a tragedy, look for the helpers. You know' cause sometimes there's such things that are so horrible you can't wrap your mind around it. and so you look for the helpers you look for the good people the, the people that aren't making it about themselves that are genuinely being sincere and trying to help mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. so that's that's why I say like the one man made God to me that's the that's the what if you know that that initially when things go bad, people's first instincts for some reason, and that might be my version of what God is, people choose to do the right thing mm-hmm. I would, yeah,
1: I would say that. That's us making God. Yeah, that's I don't us. know
0: what that is, but that is enough for me. That's that's really what, like I said, keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Scratching an itch with a thirty-eight.
1: <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> but
0: you love making movies so much. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk you out Look, of it. The day I'm happy, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The day I'll probably uh, stop renting. I'll probably make <laughs> movies. I'll be writing, you know, Bird in a Hand or, you know, Who's Your Daddy or whatever. You know? <laughs> those are your new, those are, those are my sitcoms, projects. yeah.
1: <laughs> the Bird Family. The Bird, yeah. Bird in a Hand. Bird in, bird a in hand. the Hand.
0: Uh, it's the Hand Family, It's I the think. Hand
1: Family.
0: Fi- <laughs> yeah. Philip Hand thought it was Philip a hand. regular year. Yeah, that's great. And he's got to marry this uh, English woman. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's a bird.
1: Yeah, she's a bird. The it bird in the hand.
0: It took me a second.
1: This was fantastic. That feels like the end to me.
0: It was uh, wonderful. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. I
1: hope we get to do more stuff. Maybe Marin's second season. I can be his nemesis.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think that would
1: be awesome. <laughs> we uh, end the show with the guest saying, keep it crispy. It doesn't really mean anything. All
0: right. Keep it crispy. The fact that you did that so readily. Oh, sure. Are you kidding me? I'm so glad. Look, if we if this was Tainted Teabag in the morning, before I could get out of here, you'd be like, You about to do some liners? Sure. Uh, right. Hey, this podcast goes away. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the real rock station. Uh, thanks, thanks. Thanks for having me on.
1: No, oh, well, thanks for doing it, man. Right, cool.
0: That's great. So <laughs> crispy. <laughs>